Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to uh, day one of your 12 days of uh, replay, stale bread, as I like to call it. In this uh, particular uh, deal you're going to get here, RVD, Rob Van Dam, the whole effing show, was sitting right here at yours truly at the Taz show, had him in studio live. We had a great time, a great chat. It actually was the second time that Rob was on my show. Uh, when I first had the Human Podcast Machine, he was on, it was just audio, on one of the, uh, probably the second or uh, second show, maybe, uh, first show, whatever, not first, or second show, I think it was. Second show, Seth! Yep, second! There you go, that's uh, communication. So anyway, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. This is uh, Rob Van Dam sitting in here on a Taz show from months, months back. One of my favorite episodes uh, with in-studio guests, which I don't do a lot of that, but Rob was in town doing some stuff. I connected with Rob uh, basically the day before. I said, bro, you want to come in the studio? He goes, yeah. And uh, boom, that was it, done. So enjoy. From the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn, the one man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question. I'll inform you about life. You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. All right, all right, Friday. Has all the job is say in the office. Happy Friday, suck face. Happy Friday. That's what they say. It's the Taz Show. Welcome, greetings, and salutations. Gonna have a lot of fun. Special episode. Special in-studio guest. First time we've had an in-studio guest. Most people try and avoid me in person. Why would no, they ever do that? I don't know. I don't know why they would do that. We have a special guest, a, one of the most decorated pro wrestlers in the history of the business, one of the most talented guys you're going to meet, one of the most credible guys you're going to meet, one of the nicest guys you're going to meet, uh, and it's none other than the whole effing show, Rob Van Dam. Yes. Very happy to have a uh, ECW original, a, a guy I respect a lot, a guy I've wrestled a whole bunch, and a guy I consider a friend. Rob Van Dam will be in studio in a little while here, right on the Taz Show. Going to come hang out, chill out with us. Rob's in town for, uh, he's doing some uh, some different stuff. We'll get into that later on. I know he's doing something, something in Manhattan tomorrow night at uh, Dangerfields, right? Correct. And then, uh, I guess we won't get into it later on. Then he's also... Uh, well, we can get into it later on as well. Okay, Captain, I'm sorry. Repetition works. What'd you say? Repetition works. It's helpful, right? Gotta be, my eye is freaking out. I gotta Whoa. keep... No, I got something going on. My, my left eye had like an eyelash in it, and I couldn't see out of it. We got people calling the show it's already. I, you know, I didn't even give the phone number Attention yet. Attention, hotline fans. There you go. Oh, all of them here say they want to talk about your eye, too. You, 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 there you go. You're, you're all excited, and you just you got a big mouth. You're yapping off. Oh, he's got a mouth like a cannon. Always shooting it off. Captain's already. He's just, he's just yapping. Just going on and on. <sighs> because Van Damme's here, you're all excited. This I is- got a so, because Van Damme's here now, you're going to be all chatty and I'm, talky. I'm caffeinated no, no, to the extreme. No, BS. No, you're all, because you're, you're what they call mocking out. This is called mocking out. We're witnessing it. Yes, yes. Now, all you guys that work on this show, Video Brian, you, the other guy, and then the Handsome Johnny. Handsome Johnny was the coolest one at all of you. Well, yeah. Did you hear what he said when he came in, though? No, what did he say? He said, happy bring your action figure to work day. What are you talking about? 
Apparently, according to Johnny, today's bring your action figure to work day. It's an annual thing. I've never heard of it before. Will you stop? Wait a minute. Bring your action figure to work day. Yes. Who in the hell would do that? <laughs> I mean, really. What kind of immature person would bring action figures to work or nevertheless have action figures or toys or bobbleheads or any of that kind of shenanigans and tomfoolery? I mean, where do you draw the line? Monkeys with symbols? I, I mean, don't understand. Yeah, what's next? <laughs> a Santa Claus all year round on a desk <laughs> when it's not even, you know, December? Like video Brian was saying on Wednesday, why do we even have rules? Why are there rules? <laughs> totally agree. Back to you marking out. You're so excited. The video, Brian, you guys are all so happy because, you know, I figured the whole thing out. You, you guys, always figure it out, see, You keep interrupting me. And I'll tell you, that's a problem. That right there is a problem. You're going to have a problem. You're going to have a big problem. I'm telling you that. It's a problem. I am always flipping out. I'm a combustible person. And know what, Captain? You, you seem like you have a problem that I get upset over things. I didn't say you were always flipping out. I said you always figure things out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I spoke too soon. I apologize. So um, here's the thing, dude. Okay? This is real simple. You guys are all marking out. And you guys respect and love Van Damme. Everybody, everybody, Rob's got millions of fans over the world. And it's going to be it's gonna be awesome to have him on the show. What about me? You're here every day with me. You don't mark out for me. I am right now. No, you're not. You know yes, why? Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Because I'm an old shoe. I'm the old crappy shoe with dog poop on it that has odor eaters in it with holes in it and that smells. I'm the old crappy shoe for you and Video Brian. I'm jealous of Van Damme. <laughs> you guys are like that those kids that are on house arrest that get to see like somebody else for five minutes and they get all excited to see them. <laughs> you guys are on house arrest with me. Now that's an analogy right there. That's your damn skippy. Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. I'm a little offended here. I'm going to be honest with you. My friend in Francis, my friend, how am I doing? My friend, Ireland, my friend in Ireland, Francis. I'm all frazzled here, Francis in Ireland, because these guys are pissing me off already. Man, you popped me while I was on hold when you compared yourself to a shoe with poop on it. <laughs> For real, dude. It's like, that's what I, but Van Damme, he's the new shiny shoe. Oh, Rob's coming in. So, oh, Rob Van Damme, the Mr. Monday Night, the whole effing show. We love Rob, the captain. Video Brian, they're marking out. Oh, Taz is here, too. Oh, it's Taz's show. It's a big deal. You know, I might have been guilty of, uh, of it myself on Twitter. You I are. promoted it, but I, I, I try and promote you, too. No, you don't. No one loves me anymore. Everybody loves Rob. <laughs> I, I know what's going on here. I'm going to tell Rob all about this, too, when he gets here. I'm telling him everything. Everything. <laughs> He'll feel bad for me. He will. What's going on, dude? Well, this might make you feel better. I have a question don't directed count on at it. you. What's that? What? Um, okay, so I was on the network, yeah. and I was watching um, some old episodes of Raw, oh. and I saw a match that you had, a handicap match. Oh. It was you versus Booker T and Shane McMahon. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Now, in that match, I, I was watching it, and uh, Shane lit you up twice with two hard slaps to the face. Yeah, I think I and threw I, him pretty hard after that, I think. You did, you did. And I, well, I was watching it, and I was thinking, I have to call you up and ask you whose idea was that spot. Like, uh, that was Shane's. He talked it, about it before. It was Shane's idea. But after it was done, he was like, 
the ending wasn't as fun as I thought it'd be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he wanted to fire me up. That was the whole bit we were trying to do. And, and the, 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 the throw was pretty intense. I can't remember yeah. what kind of suplex. I don't remember what kind of suplex it was. I don't even know what it was. You you were laying them in, though. You were laying them in after that. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I remember that. I got a little angry in that match. <laughs> I do remember I had, that, actually. Yeah. I, had, I had one more question for you that's yeah. not wrestling related, if I can. Okay, sure. Okay, I, I was watching this show, and I don't know if you've heard of it or seen it, and, I, and Captain, too. Uh, it's called Making a Murderer. Uh, no, I get angry enough out here that I could become one, but no. I, 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 you know what? It rings a bell. Well, wait. No, I don't know what it is. It's Do on I? Netflix, right? So, yeah, it's on Netflix. So basically, I was just wondering if, if you saw it and if you haven't, it's something that I recommend because I, I, it's like 10 episodes each. Each episode's an hour. I know you're a busy man and stuff like that. But if you ever got to saw it, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Let me get this straight. Hold on a second here, Francis. Look, you know, I'm a fan of yours. You know, you're a good kid. Good <laughs> right. kid from Ireland. So what are you calling here? You're telling me what to watch on TV now? That's no, 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 no. What the hell is this? Just a suggestion. I just recommend it. That's all. Well, so all of a sudden, you and I have this bond. Francis. Well, yeah, no, no, let me finish. Please stop interrupting. Okay, I'm angry. Okay, I'm ahead. very Sorry. angry today. This Sorry, is my show. Listen. Is- yes, that's right, because this is my show and everybody keeps interrupting me. Stop it. <laughs> I don't want to wear the freaking glasses anymore. My eye is freaking out. I got an eyelash in my eye. Oh, I'm pissed man. off, Francis. Don't, please don't tell me what to watch on TV, please. Please. I won't. No, you know what? You know what? I'm I, I, making a murderer, murderer, whatever the hell it's called. It's called making an angry host. That's what this is called. So now all of a sudden, you and I have this bond. I'm in New York. You're an island. We are so close that you could tell me what to watch on TV. Well, it's 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 the lines going under the sea, you know, carrying the internet connection. Remember? Well, that's true. The fiber optics. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's yeah. a connection. That's true. It goes under the Midtown Tunnel here in New York, straight to Ireland. But it the does. thing is, you're, so you're so you're now like the pop culture guru of the show. That's what's going on, Francis. Do I get a segment? No. Handsome no. Johnny's feeling threatened. I didn't, I didn't think so. No. 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 No segment. Nothing. Actually, you might get banned. To be honest. No, I'm joking. Ooh. No. No. Don't. Don't do the. Don't steal the captain's ooh. That's the captain's. <laughs> oh, sorry. You yes, just hacked the captain. He does the ooh. <laughs> don't do that. Uh oh. <laughs> he does the uh oh too. Francis. Oh yeah. Uh oh. All right, Francis. Look, it's been great that you've been on the show, and uh, best of luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> I appreciate it. No. Thank you very much. What's it called? Making of a murderer. Making a murderer, yep. Are you the producer or director of this? <laughs> no, 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 not like that. I'll, uh, I will look into it. I will check it out. And uh, it was fun busting your chops because I needed someone to bully. And you were the guy, unfortunately. No problem. Anytime you need a punching bag, just, no, no, you know, no. you don't call me up. Bully's bad. Bullying's bad, young people. Remember that. Bullying is star. bad. Bully is bad. Bully is bad. All right, Francis, have a good one, brother. All right, cheers, Taz. Later. See you, dude. Take care, buddy. Bye. That's how I connect to the audience. That's why they keep calling. Yeah. They don't keep... They're, they're all... They don't care about me. Nobody cares about me anymore. It's unbelievable. I don't know what the hell happened. I used to be over. Let's go to Buck in uh, Hartford. How you doing? Taz? Yes. You, you gotta be kidding me, dude. What Everyone happened? that listens to your show is a mark for you. Oh. See every, now... Every person that listens to your show is a mark for you. I'm a mark for you. That's why I, I call it. why I listen every freaking day. You know? <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I um, need... Listen. Listen to me. Here's the thing, Buck. I, I need... See what you're saying? I'm very insecure. So I need people constantly to put me over. Otherwise, I, I, I can't take it. I'm, I'm very shallow, insecure, and that's... I have a lot of issues. That's the problem, but, Buck. But that's one of the things I said to Anthony Johnny when I called in. 
<laughs> I said, I got to put the show over. You're the man. You're the man. <laughs> that, well, that, what that else is going on? What are you doing in Hartford? What's going on in Hartford, bro? That, that used to be a, well, never was really a metropolis, but how are you doing over there? Well, that's the only thing that Hampton Johnny got wrong was I said West Hartford. I'm, I'm your uh, oh. your uh, police officer friend that I call. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I don't want to offend the police. How are you, sir? <laughs> no, no, trust me. I get enough schnabels uh, every day, so don't worry about it. I don't think you to Look at you with the schnabels. Schnabels. <laughs> so you're doing a schnabels. Uh, what's there going go. on, buddy? What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, before I get to the promos off the hook, I just want to say that, uh, you know, like I said, I, I think the show's been great all week. Thank uh, you. The... the uh, what you call the hump day promos were fantastic again this week. Thank you, sir. Uh, I, I really enjoy listening to everything, and I honestly wish I did have the time to do a promo for you. But with two little kids at home, there's there's no way I can get one. That's in. hard. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I bet, I bet, I bet. That's cool. But listen, man, I'm just glad that like you know I've said this before. Like folks like you enjoy the time and effort that these other you know fans of the show and and creative people that are just like you, uh, just regular people that are. Um, Sending in hump day promos, and that a guy like you appreciates that and is entertained by it. You know, I've been I've been a wrestling fan for life, and uh, I'm not going to stop now. And I'm glad you have this outlet for us to let us speak our minds and you know be creative and you know give us a chance to speak our voice. Yes, so sir. I, I, I thank you for that. Well, let's you should thank me because it's all my doing. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> And, and now and now I guess it's your chance to rip me because I'd like to get my promo so I have to go to another call. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, you're rushing me off the phone. Okay, no problem. Yeah, I, I, I know this is your show. Yes, it I, is. I don't mean to interrupt you. I, yeah. I know this is your show. But you're in a rush. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm sure they're going to call me in probably the next five or ten minutes. I got to so. be honest with you. Well, don't worry. You're going to be off the show in five minutes. I got to tell you this right now. <laughs> Buck, I got to tell you this right now. You might be the first dude that called this show that rushed me through the call. <laughs> That's unbelievable, bro. I gotta put you over. Will you stop? I mean, that's like, it's like, hey, listen, Taz, look, I don't have a lot of time. Look, here's my deal. I gotta get going. I love it. Yeah, you just became my favorite call until the next guy calls. What do you got? Give well, me a manual well, talk. Okay, so uh, what I have, uh, my first one, I actually have uh, Hurricane Helms against Stardust. Oh, that's good. Okay, cool. Different. Nice. Uh, my second one, I picked the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, against Alberto Del Rio. Oh, wow. Nice. Let's see the two, uh, the two money guys go after each other. And my last one, I got the franchise, Shane Douglas, against John Cena. Wow. Hey, I'll tell you what, Bucky came up with some real different, intriguing stuff. Um, I like it. I appreciate it. Stay safe in the uh, streets there at West Hartford. And thanks for being a fan of the show. Thanks for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. Very nice. Man, the phones are on fire. What the hell? Attention, hotline fans. I didn't even give the number yet. And you're saying you're not over. (laughs) That's true. I am over. Thank you, Captain. You're welcome. Good talk about <laughs> talk about SmackDown a little while. Got a chance to check that out. Did you check out SmackDown? Yes, yes, I did. We'll get into that a little bit. Definitely get into that a little bit. And thanks, uh, everybody's been really jumping on the um, uh, really jumping on the survey, the play it survey. You guys have been taking your three minutes and jumping on the survey. Here's the info if you need it. If you haven't yet, please go do it. Playitsurvey.com takes three minutes to do. Share your opinions, your thoughts, and everything with the folks at CBS Radio here for the Play It platform, the podcasting platform. So, you know, put over uh, whatever show you want. Make sure you put uh, your boy's show over here. And also put over Mike Tanay's show. Uh, put, anything, put anything over you like. Go on there. Tell them how you feel. They want to make the platform better. They're always looking to get better at CBS's way. And uh, that's what they're doing over at Play It. So it's playitsurvey.com. They want to hear you. Go tell them. Support the show. Put your boy over. Playitsurvey.com. It'll take three minutes of your busy schedule, and then uh, I won't bother you no more about it. How about that? So, well, that might be a lie. 
But uh, <laughs> that part might have been a lie. Uh, also, uh, before we get back to a couple of calls, because a lot of people are going crazy on the phones. Um, in other news, I don't know if you noticed, uh, I saw this the other day online about Ivy League, uh, Ivy League football. Okay, Coaches, they're eliminating tackling in practice. Now, Dartmouth, I think, started that like you know, last year or the year before. Dartmouth, for those that don't know, is an Ivy League school up in, I believe, New Hampshire. And Ivy League football, by the way, is underrated. It's legit football. I mean, it's 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 a it's it's. I've watched enough Ivy League football games. It's very very impressive stuff. A lot of really good athletes. A lot of really good players. I agree with this. I want to give my thoughts, and opinions, real quick on this for any football fans and all the issues with injuries in high school, college, and pro football, and with concussions and all. So I, I think this is a good move by the Ivy League coaching uh, the association, whatever you want to call it, whatever they are. The, the group of them that came together, and it, I guess I don't, I'm assuming they're trying to get approval from the NCAA on this, but... There's, uh, from what I'm reading here, the league's athletic directors, policy committee, and university presidents still have to approve, approve all of that. Look, you're the coaching staff. So you can, in my, from what I know from playing football or any sport, you know, you run your practice the way you want to run your practice. As long as you're not breaking rules and stuff like that, it's all good. There's no rule that says you got to hit in practice. <clears throat> so I, I think that it's fine. I, it's just like wrestling. I always say you got a bump card. B-U-M-P. Bump card. Okay, there's only so many bumps in your body. Same thing with athletes, with football players, for example. You got a hit card. There's only so many hits you can take and give until, you know, you're, you're going to really, you know, shut yourself down and mess yourself up. So, I, I, you know, it's about winning games. So in practice, you're, you're a college football player. You're an Ivy League football player. I mean, what, what more hitting do you have to do? You work on your form tackling. You work on your, your, your technique. It's all about technique. And come game day, you let it rip. I get it. I think the NFL has been kind of doing this a little bit, too. I don't think these guys are drilling each other in practice. That's been going on for a while. Speaking of the NFL, Houston Texans, big news here, man. Arian Foster. Huge news right there. Caught, dude, after seven seasons. Man. Saw that, too, with Laurinaitis. The Rams, I don't know. Did he land up anywhere? I'll take Rob a look Animals, son. Great player at Ohio State. Great linebacker. Had a great career with St. Louis Rams. Had an amazing career at Ohio State with the Buckeyes. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if he landed anywhere yet, but he got cut, too. It was a couple weeks ago, I believe. So far, now he's a free agent. I'm shocked. He's legit. Uh, what else we got going on in the sporting news? I'm going to take a peek. Oh, look at this. This sucks. Yeah. Yeah, Pens, uh, Penguins, uh, they defeated our Rangers 4-1. to one. Unfortunately. Yeah. That sucks. <sighs> Anyway, on to other news. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It sucks. I mean, uh, oh, Jimmy Garvin. Give me some news on Jimmy Garvin. He's going to go uh, to the Hall of Fame, but tell me what's Jimmy going on. Jimmy Garvin apparently underwent sh- shoulder surgery this week. That's really all the details I could find. I'm assuming that's an, uh, an old injury there that just had to get fixed. Shoulders are rough, man. People don't understand what wrestlers, when you get older. I'm going to ask Van Dam when he gets here a little later on if he hadn't had any problems with his shoulders. I've had a lot of problems with my shoulders over the years. I, you know, I don't think people realize that from bumping and everything, it really it affects you, man. It, it can affect you. So, uh, you know, so hopefully Jimmy Garvin, I'm sure he'll battle through this and he'll have a good, uh, good, successful surgery. And uh, oh, he had it already. Or he's going to have it. Oh, he had, he it had it. Okay, so he's rehabbing from it. All right, he's a tough sob. He'll be fine. Uh, we got some Lucha news, I believe, right? Correct. The uh, first broadcast now, since Lucha broadcast the episodes back-to-back, the first episode this week drew 124,000 viewers, up from last week's 99,000. Mm. The previous week's, however, was higher than both. So it's kind of a roller coaster right now. That's okay. though. There's a consistency there, though, in my opinion. To me, 
That's a good thing. Hey, let's go to Mo in New Jersey. Mo, what up? Yeah. What up, bud? What's up, Dan? How you doing, champ? I'm doing all right, man. What's up, Cat? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing good, man. Right, I just want to, first of all, I want to say the show rocks, man. I usually listen to the digital download. Mm. I, so I, and I thought, you know what, I wanted to call in and give up my uh, off the hook, too. Well, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate that, Mo. And go, go for it, man. Give you off the hook. Do it. All right, these are some interesting matches here. First off, I have the Sinister Minister, James Mitchell, mm. versus Truth Martini. That, that's cool. Someone mentioned um, uh, Sinister Minister yesterday, uh, Mitchell, and now you brought him up uh, with uh, Truth Martini. I think that's pretty intriguing. I like that one a lot. That's pretty cool. Also, I have Dean Ambrose versus Eric Young. Nice. Dig that. And then John Cena versus Hulk Hogan. Very good, dude. Hey, Mo, with a name like Mo, come up with stuff like that. I'm impressed. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for calling, bro. Thank you. <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> As I said, we'll have Van Dam. Rob Van Dam will be in studio live in a little while. It's our first in studio guest, my first one ever. Mm-mm. Actually, I digress. I don't digress. I take that back. Look at the captain. He's like, what, 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 what? You can do that? Well, no, because I did have an in-studio guest when I was doing the human podcast machine. But we didn't have video then, and we weren't daily, and you weren't here, so there's no we. There was no... Well, Video Brian was on the show. Video Brian actually has been with the show from the beginning. I did not know that. Before we had video. No joke. He, how weird is that? No, but he was... He was you know, they had him here uh, basically um, scanning the landscape, and he was doing some stuff like helping out with different things. At times, he would help out with the phones. You know, when we first started the show here with CBS and with me, you know, uh, it was bare bones. I mean, like, really. So, um, uh, yeah, so I had, when I was doing the human podcast machine before video, uh, I did have a uh, in-studio guest. And actually, um, it was a, uh, a rock and roller, a heavy metal guy. Oh. No, I, I want you to do your research. I'm not going to tell you who it was. In studio, and this man was part of a very interesting but sad thing on stage once. I'll give you a hint. Where a fan ran up on a stage and he kind of pushed the person away and the person fell and got injured and, I believe, passed. So, yeah. That rings, that's a couple of bells that ring as far. Because that's happened a lot of Captain, this is me on air trying to teach you about the history of the Taz show. See, you just want to jump on board. And meet all Taz's wrestling friends. I just oh, that's flew, what I want. I just came in with a limo. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're coming on your limo. By the way, speaking of limos, we got word from the car service that Van Dam is in the car. I was a little nervous about that. The car that we sent. I was, send- I was a little nervous. I'm not kidding. Well, believe it or not, he's not really a morning guy. So, uh, you know. Uh, and he did fly in, I believe, yesterday from the West Coast, and he got in late last night. I think that's where he came in from, but I know he flew in last night from somewhere. So, and his arms are tired. Bup, bup, bup. So, uh, are they sending GPS info as well so we can track it? GPS, GTS. So, <laughs> you, don't, you don't know who this guest was, do you? I don't. No, I'm not telling you. Okay. I'm not telling you. Maybe your friends on Twitter can tell, help you. See, because you don't do your homework, and now you're punished. That's every day. Yeah. No, no, because you need to, you need to know what's going on. You need to know what's going on. So um, That's never going to happen. Yeah. Well, shifting gears in sad news. Um Hayabusa, the, the 
great talent uh, for many years, uh, I believe, passed away. Uh, now, did this happen, Captain, last night, this morning? I saw it around 3.30 this morning when I woke up. That's the yeah. first I saw of it. That's really uh, sad. You know, while... I, I, and speaking of, you know, Van Damme's going to be here. I mean, I believe, you know, Van Damme and Sabu had an amazing match uh, with the Hayabusa. And, God, I'm, I'm trying to blank. Where, where, where were we? That's the first thing. Where were we wrestling? I can't even remember this. So many shows. But I, I'm just saying, I didn't really know Hayabusa that well. I mean, I always respected his work and uh, was a fan of his. And then he got injured, and uh, he ended up in, being in a wheelchair. And now... Uh, you know, apparently he passed. So that's that's sad. So, uh, so I, I think Van Dam would have better memories of him than myself. So um, not to bring the show down, but we'll, we'll bring that up with Rob. So What's RVD up? and Sabu faced Hayabusa and Shinzaki at a Heat Wave '98, according to what I'm seeing. Heat, yeah, yeah, Shinzaki. But Heat Wave '98, I think, was in Fort Lauderdale. I think that the War Memorial, where I broke my neck, not at that show. I broke my neck before that. I think that's where that was from. I do. Hey, uh, Kingsman, what's up, dude? Hey, Taz, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. What's up, champ? Good. Hi, Captain. How you doing? Good. Um, yeah, it was um, Hayabusa and Hakushi. He was better known as... Uh, uh, well, actually, he's known as from WWE. Yes, yeah, Hakushi. Exactly. We yeah, had all the uh, gimmick tattoos on him. Yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, of course, Taz, I want to let you know that I am marking out right now because uh, I'm on the phone with you, buddy. Oh, you're an insincere, disingenuous man. I don't believe you. You've called Never the show. Said. No, stop. You don't, you're not walking out for me. Stop it, please. <laughs> stop. Stop. Will you stop? All you regular callers, listeners, and viewers, you guys, I got Francis from Ireland telling me what to watch on TV. We're so comfortable with each other now. <laughs> he's, my, he's my bro from uh, from overseas there, so I give him a shout out. No, I like Francis. He's a good kid. I like him. Uh, what's up, brother? What are we talk about? So real quick, yeah, I just wanted to throw out uh, my promos off the hook. Go for it, bro. All right, first one, uh, Dean Ambrose versus Roddy Piper. Nice. That, I, um, did we hear that one already? I'm trying. Not, no we, big deal. I think we did, We right? may have. I think a lot of people want to see that, dude. Would yeah, want that's, to see that. that's definitely I mean, awesome. would want, yep. in, in fantasy booking, I'm saying, yes. Okay, uh, what else? Second, second one, I got uh, your guest, RVD, going against Jeff Hardy. Yeah, now, those two dudes. Wait, hold on. You're talking about in a promo? Yep. You'd want to see Jeff. Wow, now that's intriguing. That's different. That's different. Yeah, because Jeff's not known for his promos. You know what I mean? Uh, he's known for his work. His in-ring work is amazing. But okay, cool. And then my last one is more of a personal one for me. I'd like to see the Mike Johnson one-on-one with Vince Russo. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's legit heat right there for those guys. So that uh... would be that would be great. Dude, could you imagine? There is legit heat with those two guys, and that would be oh, dude, that that's got to be uh, on one of my. Uh, I think we got a Kingsman's. I think we got to put Kingsman's on the top of the list there with that one. That was pretty good right there, bro. Seriously. <laughs> yep. No, I, yeah, I'm on a league with uh, with PW Insider, so those guys are great. I always put them over, and uh, yeah, no, I know uh, there's legit heat between those two. So yeah. that'd be great. That'd be great to watch. There is, you know, I I, I gotta tell you. Like, as we all get older, I mean, a lot of guys, wrestlers and all stuff, have heat with each other, different people, different people from the business. I got to be honest, man. The older I'm getting, Kingsman, the more I'm realizing, man, life literally, I don't want to sound corny, but it really is too short to deal with this crap, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, for me. I'm just saying for me. I got, if someone's hot at me for something, I mean, I, you know, look, I, or, or, or should I be hot at them? 
I, I'm moving on, dude. I, 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 I have too much other stuff to deal with. You know, that's why I always say, Kingsman, I love everyone in this world. Way to live, bro. <laughs> All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Ted. Uh, send something in the mail for you, buddy. Check it out soon. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it, man. You got it, bro. Take care, bud. So that's nice. The Kingsman. So we're going to talk a little heavy metal? Oh, excuse me? A little heavy metal? Well, what, what? You found your answer. Someone helped me out. A couple of people helped me out. Okay. Randy well, from Lamb of God? Okay, yes, exactly. Oh, very nice. I've met Randy once. No way! Yeah. When I was doing college radio, my college radio station threw a huge festival and Lamb of God was on the bands playing. No kidding. He's, he's a Dude, really cool guy. What a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, he sat right here with me before we had video. He was doing some stuff with CBS, and then uh, Seth said to me, his, you know, I, I wasn't familiar with Lamb of God, and then he told me the whole story. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, Wow. You know, and I, and then we sat down, and and he was uh, in per, in studio, but not video. So, Rob Van Dam, the whole effing show, is the first in studio guest since the rebirth. Human podcast machine is gone. The Taz show here, the video, the whole gimmick. So, in the multimedia era, the massive multimedia era. It's nice that you credited the people that smartened you up. There were a few. Do you want me to read all their names? <laughs> <laughs> I got to thank a few people. <laughs> I'm sure they would like it if you read all their names, uh, but it's okay. That's nice that they did help you because they knew I was getting angry at you. Colin, Illinois, how are you? Hey, Ted, what's up? Good, my friend. What's up, Captain? Doing all right. How are you doing? I want to talk a little NXT. Go for it, brother. All right, so you know how on Raw and SmackDown we've seen you know, the WWE title change hands and tag team titles? I think on like a single NXT show, but not a takeover. We do like NXT title change hands. Yes. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, say that last. I, 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 I'm getting a beep. Say that last part again. I'm sorry. So instead of like an NXT takeover special, would we ever see the NXT title change hands on just an NXT show? Uh, you mean like a live event or or a no, TV like a, a TV show? show. Right, I think you. Can, I think that would happen. Yeah, I definitely think that would happen for sure. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I'm not saying it well because I'm who am I? I'm not part of their book. But I think that definitely could happen for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if, you know, that's a good way, dude, you know, to, to amp up your your uh, penetration of people watching your TV show or your online show, uh, you know, in that ca- with the case of NXT. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think so. Totally. All right. Awesome. Thank you. All right, man. Take care, bro. All right. Look, we're going to take a quick break and we're back at the side of the break and we'll start going over. Uh, Smackdown a little bit And uh, as I said In a little while We'll have RVD Live live here In studio Whole left and show We'll be here Tash show We'll be right back Welcome to Play It A new podcast network Featuring radio and TV personalities Talking business Sports Tech Entertainment And more Play it At play.it Hey guys Alright We are back here Friday edition Gonna have uh, Mr. Monday Night RVD We'll be live, live in studio, as I've been saying. So uh, that'll be great. Hey, I want to talk to you guys uh, real quick about Uber. Want to make some extra cash? Get yourself Uber, a smart app that connects riders and drivers. Make some extra money in your own car. It's totally flexible. You don't have to quit your day job to make some money. Because Uber lets you make money on your schedule. So it's real simple. Three ways you go about this. First... Go to drivewithuber.com to sign up for free. That's the first thing. Okay, you can do that right now on your cell phone. Second, answer a few basic questions about you and your car and then get approved. And then third, start driving. That's all there is to it. So start enjoying the flexibility of working when you want to earn extra money on your schedule. Sign up to drive with Uber today. 
Go to drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drive with U-B-E-R dot com. It's really that simple. So that's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, we got a lot going on here. We got to get into a little bit of the SmackDown. Got a lot of people uh, on hold, calling the show, all this stuff. Try to get to some of you guys. Please bear with me. Phones are ringing off the hook today. It's very busy. People love calling the show and chatting up stuff, giving opinions. Attention hotline fans. So I understand that. Uh, so look, man, uh, I, I thought SmackDown was pretty good. I, I didn't I didn't hate on it. I thought it was pretty good. Not, not you know, not like amazing, but I thought it was good. Uh, they started off with uh, excellent package on the Triple H Dean Ambrose story going into Roadblock. You know, where Dean Ambrose will get his shot at Triple H's world title before, you know, they do the advertised gimmick of Roman Reigns versus Triple H at WrestleMania. So we'll see what happens here. I'm going to give you guys just an opinion real quick because Dean Ambrose came out, got a great reaction. He was selling, he was beat up and all this stuff, and he's been selling, he's been getting his butt kicked. He sat down in the ring and all that stuff. I think that was cute. It was funny what he said. I think everything worked. And then Kevin Owens came out. But before Kevin Owens came out, Dean Ambrose's promo was interesting to me because he talked about that he's throwing a monkey wrench in the game plan of everything with WWE because uh, if and when he beats Triple H at Roadblock, you know, then he will be the champ. But, you know, do, do I you know get the guy who earned the title shot and give a shot to whatever the heck he was saying, like, you know, Seth Rollins, oh, Seth Rollins, what am I doing? Roman Reigns or, you know, the guy I really want, the guy I want to destroy, the guy I want to kick his ass, all this stuff is Brock Lesnar. So, uh, to me, it jumped out that, this is my prediction here. I feel that Dean Ambrose will not win at Roadblock. Triple H will retain the championship. And then Dean Ambrose, Brock Lesnar, captain, opinions, thoughts? Think maybe Reigns may interfere at Roadblock? Reigns, oh, could be. But you know, what I'm saying for Mania, what do, we, what do they got Brock doing? Nothing, right? It's thus far. For Mania? Uh, I don't think so. No, no, Mania is going to be Ambrose Lesnar. Oh, that is booked in. Yes. Oh, they, he was saying not. that's a champ. Yes, yes, yes. My bad. Yes. See, that's not good when your stories start getting a little convoluted. <laughs> no, because I, I lost that train of thought. That 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 was not locked in. So I'm, if I don't think it, then everybody else is wrong. That's how it works. <laughs> that's well documented on this show. So no, but it's so, okay. So that's right. They did advertise. You know, it'd be nice if I had a card. But I don't have the restaurant. That's cool. Oh no, cat! Don't jump up and run out. It's all right. <laughs> no, I um. I just think it's interesting the promo when he when he really put the he put his anger heavily towards Brock. I felt and feel like well that's that's definitely nothing's changing because some people are speculating what's going to happen now at Roadblock. It's intriguing, you know. Will we have people call the show that are asking like you know, Will uh, or, or, or fantasy booking? Will Dean Ambrose, you know, not win? I'm sorry. Will Dean Ambrose win? I should say, and uh, win the championship at Roadblock, and then everything changes at WrestleMania. I don't think that's happening. Do you? Mm, I doubt it as well. I just don't. I just don't. I just totally, totally don't. Let's go to Patrick. Uh, where in New York are you from, dude? Wurtsboro, New York. Where is that? Tiny, where is that? Uh, about 20 minutes from Middletown. Up in Middletown. Yeah, up there. I know exactly. Not far from like Wyndham and stuff like that and Hunter Mountain. Yeah, yeah. M- between uh, Middletown, uh, Port Jervis, Newburgh. Oh, I, Newburgh. Yeah, I know the whole area. How you doing, man? Not bad. I got a couple of uh, mania off the hooks. Actually, going to throw a flag on myself because <laughs> with the uh, Rob Van Dam, I came up with a fourth. Uh, well, wait a minute. Hold on. You, you just broke a rule. You, you're going to give four matches? 
Yeah, because of Rob Van Dam's here. So, well, well, you know. well, wait, well, Pat, you need to pump the brakes. Hold on a second. You can't just take my whole concept here and add a fourth. It's a three-match super it's a mini bonus. card. It's, it's a bonus. It's a bonus match. Now, wait a moment. I'll decide the bonuses here. You're not going to come out here and just take the car and hit the wall. Well, when you when you hear the first three, you're going to say, well, all right. Wait a minute. Slow down, Patrick. You're making me upset. Give me the first one. Dalton Castle versus the Macho Man. Love that. Already you got me intrigued. Love that. What's your second? The second would probably break down into some comedy, but it's for the king of the pile driver. Jerry Lawler versus Eric Young. Okay. I like that. Now here, that's where we're going to stop. We're going to stop and we're going to discuss it for a second, you and I. Okay. I can't let you give a fourth. I can't because that's not the gimmick. Everyone's been Captain, please, weigh in on us. No way. Three. That's yeah, all. Pat, Pat, don't you understand? Oh. No, Pat, you can't because that's unfair to everybody else. Everybody gives three. I understand. I had four, too. I didn't give four. And I'm the man. <laughs> so, all right. So I guess I got to give the RVD one. Four, four minute and 20 second time limit. Huh. RVD versus Val Venus. <laughs> <laughs> I got All right, I will discuss that with Rob when he gets in here. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it, Pat. <laughs> and also, while I got you on the phone, yeah. are you uh, any predictions for the McGregor Diaz fight? I I'd love to see Diaz win. I, I like Nate. I I love this brother Nick. I know they they're bad boys, but I've always, I love the way Nick Diaz fought. I like Nate. I don't think he's beating McGregor. They shot the angle yesterday, in my opinion. I, I don't know if you saw the press conference. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, it's uh, definitely uh, – they're, they're cutting some good promos yeah. on each other. It's intriguing. It's going to be a good fight. I do. I, I think McGregor will win, though, in my opinion. I, I'd like I, to see I, Diaz win. I like Diaz better, but I do think McGregor will win. I do. I just want to see a knockdown, drag-out war. I think you will. <laughs> they're going to bring it. It's going to be good stuff. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right. See you, pal. You happen to see that press conference gimmick? I have not. Oh, but the phones are going nuts over here, by the way. Where is Handsome Johnny? Handsome Johnny's somewhere dancing. I, no, I, I don't even know where he is. I mean, I, you know, I sent him a message. He don't reply back to me. Where the hell is he? The Handsome Boy. Johnny John. It's Friday. It's not Friday night. It's early Friday. He's already getting ready. Boss, oh, you got to... He got the flip flip furnums, got to steal my spot. Every time the music plays, he's got to slap the cymbals. He's banging the slim of cymbals. Handsome Johnny, where are you? <laughs> he was here earlier. What is going on, dude? All sorts of chaos today. Yeah, well, at least I got you here. That makes you feel better, right? <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, where were we on the SmackDown? Uh, Talking about the uh, Triple H Dean Ambrose recap. Yes, uh, yes. Talking about what I'm multitasking. I'm multitasking. Sorry. We're talking about what's possibly going to happen if yes. on the off chance Ambrose wins at Roadblock. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. Kevin Owens music and entrance. Okay, Kevin. He tries to attack Dean Ambrose. Hit him. Hit him from behind. All this stuff. It was very funny. Because Kevin Owens. I'm sorry. Uh, Dean Ambrose. Because I'm looking at a gigantic TV screen. I saw you trying to attack. Me. That was hilarious. That was really, really good. I like that. Uh, that doesn't insult anyone's intelligence. People enjoy that. That was funny. I think that was really good. Um, Oh, what else? <laughs> so, yeah, then we had a deal, deal where right there he gets hit with, a, hit with a chair. Kevin Owens gets hit with a chair by Dean Ambrose and uh, sets up the match that they have later on that night for SmackDown. So uh, then we go into a little uh, Usos 
versus Lon Rusev and the Sheamus. Solid tag team match. Uh, broke kick by Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus wins the match. I thought it was a solid match. I mean, Usos always bring it. They look really good. Uh, I was surprised to see the Dudley come out. Happily surprised because it c- continues with the storyline. I think it was good that, that they came out and had a, preference, a presence. I like that the Duds came out with table in hand. I did like that part a lot. Um, and then they teased it. They didn't do anything with the table. I mean, uh, I think uh, Devon just held the arms of uh, Uso and, uh, and and Bubba kicked his face off. Bubba, Bubba said uh, something along the lines of, remember when we said no tables? We lied. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. I mean, I, I'm telling you, they're, they're letting the Dudleys be about 60% of what they could be. Maybe 50%, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, the... Um, uh, it's it's leading to something nice. I I think we're gonna see. I think somehow you you got you got to get those tag team titles off of the new day because they don't need them. As I've been saying for weeks and weeks out here in the Taz show, they don't. I you know I mean I don't know what's better. I mean maybe you put them on you get them on you can't get them on the Usos. They're probably gonna put them on on Jericho and AJ. That's what it's looking like right now. I don't see any connection thus far with the Dudleys. I mean, who you know? You can't have the Usos gun after Jericho and AJ. Yeah, I, I, I mean, unless they have Lon do it, League of Nations. I don't know if I agree with that. I think you have the Dudleys gun after them. I, I guess, right? I don't know. I mean, you don't have a lot of time to build that. Not at all. Unless they keep the titles on the new day. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna be a switch. I think they're gonna be a switch, and I think Y two AJ. I know we're not supposed to say that on the show. I think Y two AJ is gonna get uh, gonna get the gimmick. Um, so um, I don't know, man. To me, I would. You know what? It, it, being that you're in, you're in this angle now, put put the tag team titles on Jericho and AJ because you're, you're in this deep now. You, you, like I said, the new day don't need them. Put them on on the baby faces, okay? Most people don't want to see AJ and 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 Jericho together. They want to see these guys separate, let AJ grow his own singles career in the WWE, and there's plenty of time for it. And I agree with you guys, and I've been saying that too, but whatever. It is what it is now. You can't look back. You got to go forward with it. So put the titles on Monday night on those baby faces, Jericho and AJ, and then you could somehow interject the Dudleys. That's what I would do, and have the Dudleys gun after uh, Jericho and uh, AJ at WrestleMania. As I said, man, the Dudley's got the DVD coming out. It helps them. They can maybe get their 10th tag team title, you know, and then maybe they drop it, the Dudley's after Mania, to the Usos. That's that's kind of a story arc I would do with the tag team business, you know what I mean? What's up, Cap? You going to say something? I was going to say if uh, the belts end up on the Dudley's, I'd like to see the Dudley's hold on to them for a little while. Uh, yeah, I think you could have them hang on for a little while, but I do think you got to have the, you know, you got to know who you're, I don't think the Dudleys would be their long-term tag team champs. I don't think the Dudleys would want to be long-term tag team champs. I do think it's good just to have those tag team titles to say, you know, they are the uh, tag team champs for the 10th time and the most decorated team. They've had won every tag team everywhere. Where is Handsome Johnny? Can you please leave here and find out where he is? Thank Will you. do. God, I got to hold, uh oh, I hear talking. What's going on? He's, 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 he's in the building. He's returned. He's returned. <laughs> he's returned. Thanks for not sending me a note, handsome Johnny. Let me know. <laughs> you know, I need to know your whereabouts at all times, you son of a gun. Yeah. We're going to have to put a tracking device on. <laughs> I think he's at the club. Yeah, we're going to put a tracking device on. Be at the club. The handsome Johnny. <laughs> Yo, Taz. Ah, don't worry about the phones. It's all right. It's Friday. 
Happy Friday, brother. That's that's him. That's the answer, Johnny. That's what I deal with. <laughs> it's insane. Phones are lighting up. People are going crazy. All right. Then we saw. Now, I I only caught Ziggler's entrance. Ziggler versus Miz. I know Ziggler won. I you know I had some distractions in the house. And you know what that sound means, Captain? I had the marching band. Look, every time we hear something, I'm not going to... It's not be, every time. I'm not going to have Flip Flip Furnum, and I want Van Damme to meet Flip Flip Furnum. <laughs> Van Damme's going to be like, Taz, you have a fake monkey with symbols with the name Furman. Yeah, that, that's, he's gonna, and you also have a toy next to it. He, he might just leave at that point. Rob might just walk right out, and I wouldn't blame him. Yes, this is complete sophomoricism and insanity here. To the extreme. But every time that uh, there's some kind of a sound effect that comes out of nowhere in it's here. not every time. Uh, next thing you know, Flip Flip Furnum's got to bang his little cymbals. Because you got to steal my spot. I'm not stealing anything. Yes, you are. Spot stealing hack. That's what you are. So anyway, I, the marching band, you know, that means I had the marching band in the house. They, you know, they, they practiced at the house. So I didn't see this whole segment, even though it was quick. So what happened, dude? It was a quick match, kind of uh, similar to the match uh, the two had, was it on Raw, that ended real fast? Okay, Except okay. this time Ziggler got the uh, win. I know he got him with a backslide. Ziggler, Ziggler beat Miz with a backslide. That's all I know. Okay, then we went into a, a really, really good match uh, between a, a rematch. Now, again, this is for the number one contendership for the Divas Championship. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. I, they did a good job here at WWE showing some B-roll of the Raw uh, match with the double pin. I think that was very good just to you know refresh people's memories. And it really keeps the story cooking. You know, So I like that. I think that's good. Uh, simple TV right there, but good TV. Excellent exchange of holes by both girls early in the match. Um, uh, the speed, the pace, and the intensity. I really enjoyed it. Um, Charlotte came out mid-match. Uh, her music hit. She walked out, came out with Ric Flair with her dad. They sat ringside again like they did on Raw. Okay, cool. No problem. I still would have put Charlotte on color commentary. I think they should have did it on Raw. If not, they should have definitely did it last night. Let her tell the story. Let her get the heat. That's what I would have done just if I'm armchair booking here. But great intensity by both Becky and Sasha in their spots, selling frustration on trying to get the win. And it really builds the importance of the Divas Championship, the Women's Championship, you know, becoming number one contender. Both ladies, uh, Becky and Sasha, sold that intensity and that frustration that they couldn't beat each, each other. You know what I mean? And I think that really... Uh, Promotes and sells how important the titles are. I think the announcers could have done a little better job selling that frustration and how and why they're frustrated. I think that meaning the importance of that number one contender spot. And I think by having Charlotte on color, what they did, which they didn't, would make it easier for an announcer to say to Charlotte, "Hey, look at these two girls. How frustrated are they? Can't beat each other." And that's all because both of them are so amped up and psyched up to try and become number one contender to gun after your title, Charlotte. You are a mocked woman. I mean, how does that feel? You're at the top of the ladder, and everybody, these two top contenders want you. It's an easy story. It's been done a million times, and I, I just think it, by not having her on color, you, you can't do that. I was going to ask, uh, because Charlotte was not on color, do you think it's because it was has been done a million times? No. No, I don't think so. I hear what you're saying, but it's been done a million times in all companies, TNA, Ring of Honor, and it's been done for years, and it should be done because it's a great way for the talent to tell their story. And it's it's easy for an announcer to, to connect to that talent that's sitting there with them because that's the story. So you're talking to the story. So it makes it easier for you to get over the story. I'm telling you that from experience. 
you know, that's the that's my uh, viewpoint on the uh, gimmick gimmick. Uh, let's go to uh, Drew in Atlanta. Drew, what's up, buddy? Hey guys, how's it going? Good, pal. What's up, Ahoy, Taz? Yeah. Ahoy. What's up, there, Jobber? What's going on? Uh, you know, like you said, just being a jobber. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking uh, little ham and eggs. Little ham and egger. All right, what do you want to talk about? Ham and eggs, jobs. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I got you some promo off the hook. All right, you got three. Go for it. All right. Well, first we got the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Right. Versus uh, Samoa Joe. Now wait a minute. Are you reading this, or are you just thinking off the top of your head? I I'm, I'm reading it. I, okay. I had to switch over. <laughs> oh, you had to switch over. You. God, <laughs> continue. Uh, then we've got Kenny Omega. Yes. And the Young Guns of the Elite of the Bullet Club versus Xavier Woods and the New Day. Oh wait a minute. This is a one-on-one battle, my friend. You kind of that might be a little flag. Hold on a minute. You, you what do you got? Uh, this is, okay, okay. Maybe I should. Maybe should, Kenny Omega versus Xavier Woods. All right. Okay. But, you know, Kenny Omega's always got them young bugs hiding under the the ring. And, you know. I know, I know, but it's the, the gimmick here. It's one-on-one, my friend. Listen, Drew, please don't uh, give me a hard time. You'll get banned from the show. You know how this works. you got to be so careful. Sorry. No, you, you, listen, it's a minefield. You're walking through a minefield. You know the routine here, my friend. Come on. Yes, that's. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, because you know what it is? You're a fan of the show. You call the show. I love you, kid. You're all down in Atlanta. You call the show. You're a good fan. But you know, you got to be careful. you got to know the rules here. It's it's. I'm very anal. I'm, I'm very upset all the time. Everybody knows I'm very angry. I don't want to ban you. Nothing for you. I, I don't want to do that. I want to keep you on the show. So continue. I don't want to get banned. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> finally, we've got the franchise Shane Douglas versus the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. Baby. Wow. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'm down with that. Hey, good job, Drew, man. I appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Hey, Van Dam's coming up a little while. Make sure you're watching or listen, all right? Definitely, definitely. All right, brother. Talk to you. Take care. Oh, man. Handsome Johnny cut him off. (laughs) That's not cool. That Johnny Johnny. Jobber. All right, so back to Becky versus Sasha for no more contendership for the uh, Divas titles. I mean, so both girls fight out to the outside in front of the announce desk. And then Ric Flair just gets up. And uh, starts doing his thing, doing his thing, <laughs> doing his strut, and doing the whole gimmick. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's really the only way I can describe it. Just doing his yeah, thing. Yeah, he's just doing his thing. And then, and then that was a distraction where Becky and Sasha, you know, they 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 start going after Nature Boy, <laughs> and there goes shot, boom, from behind. She attacks both girls and gets a a, a ton of heat right there. So. Uh, yeah, the Nature Boy, man. He, I, I thought he was just chilling out for a while, relaxing, and he gets up, starts doing the strut, and I popped. You know, reminded me a little of Handsome Johnny. Yeah, because the Nature's been quiet lately. He's been quiet lately. You know, it's not like he's he's laying around there ringside, laying on a bed just watching. He's sitting perched, ready to go. Speaking of beds, dude. Oh, what a beautiful night's sleep I get because of my, you know, my lovely, my lovely uh, Lisa mattress. The best stuff, dude. Are you, did you order yours yet? It's on the way. Yeah, dude, you are going to love this. As I said before, okay, Lisa gives 100 nights to try the matches risk-free. And best of all, every 10 matches they sell, they donate one to shelter. And every match is sold, they tra- they uh, plant a tree. Easy for me to say. So that's really, really cool, man. Uh, these mattresses, are they take away, as I said, the... Uh, the awkward mattress showroom experience, which I've been over a lot, and I explained to you the slunker that works at the mattress store, and he's trying to sell you. Do you want to have a twin bed? 
Do you have a pull-out sofa? No, jerk. I got a king-size bed because I'm over. Okay, that's what I have because I'm a stud. Okay, and I'm not getting it from you. I'm getting it from Lisa. L-E-E-S-A. Because the matches start at $525. They ship compressed in a box for free anywhere in the United States or Canada. That's Lisa. L-E-E-S-A dot com. I got a deal for you. $75 off your order. L-E-E-S-A dot com slash T-A-Z. And you're going to get your $75 off. Make sure you jump on Lisa. I had a how to explain that to you guys, you know what I mean? So basically, back to this Becky and Sasha match, we still have no number one contender. And then we found out uh, at, on the other end of the break, Renee Young was with uh, Ric Flair and Charlotte. And uh, Charlotte and Ric Flair are very cocky and all this. Like, none of these girls can face me, yada, yada, yada. And then Renee Young dropped the news that, hey, guess what? You are going to defend your title against both Sasha and Becky come WrestleMania. And Rick and uh, Charlotte sold it the right way, like, uh-oh. And you know what? I'm not usually a fan of them selling or promoting first-time news backstage with an interviewer. I don't think that feels big, but I think this was okay. Because they're, they're going to, you know, obviously, they'll circle the wagons back up on Raw, make it a bigger thing, put it in a video package, all this stuff. But normally, I'm not a big fan of that when I announce it backstage. But this, this was cool. I thought it was okay. You see, it was focused on Charlotte's reaction. I'm sorry? Focusing on Charlotte's reaction. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, but Renee was good. Renee was, she, that's a tough role. Now, you're the one basically <laughs> breaking the news about the, announce, uh, the match. That's a tough role. You know, there's a lot of pressure on you there. So we're going to have a three-way, which I think might have been something. Am I going to take credit for this one, too? I think you're going to have to, because that's one of the tie show rules, right? Well, kind of is, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't take credit for it. Because I didn't, ha- I had in my in my uh, mania off the hook, I had a three-way for the I think I had a, don't, don't worry about looking up. I can't remember what the hell it was. I can't remember. But I could have sworn I had a three-way for the Divas title. But I don't think it was th- these three girls, Becky, Sasha, and Charlotte. But I think, I think we're gonna, you had a three-way for a number one contender. I think you might be right. Yeah, I think you are right, actually. But I do think we're going to get a great match here come WrestleMania with these three girls. So, okay, then we saw uh, AJ Styles versus Kofi Kingston, which I thought was a very intriguing match. Chris Jericho said wasn't there. He was on some promotional thing or whatever they said. Okay, these two I felt had a really, really good match. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, towards the end of the match, uh, Big E and Xavier were told to leave the ringside area. As they were walking up the rampway, AJ hits a huge spring springboard uh, flying forearm and gets the victory on uh, Kofi Kingston. You know, I, I don't think these two guys ever worked before, to be honest. This might have been the first time, if I remember. It looked great. Yeah, definitely cool cool uh, chemistry between both these guys. Really enjoyed it. Uh, then uh, what did we get? We got Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose in our main event. Okay. Also, I'm missing something with Bray Wyatt and Brock, right? Uh, it was announced that at Roadblock. That's right, at uh, Roadblock. Yes, yes, Brock yes. Lesnar and Bray Wyatt. Yes, we had that. I'm trying to rush through so I can get through SmackDown here. because we have uh, Rob Van Dam live in studio. The whole effing show will be here shortly. Uh, at the top of the hour, actually. So, in a couple minutes. Um, and then, as I said, we had Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose. Dean uh, was selling a ton throughout the majority of the match, which is good. I, I thought there was a, a really impressive spot by um, by uh, Kevin Owens. He had a gigantic senton on the outside of the ring. I mean, it was big. Real big. Uh, and, and he's the right guy. Meaning, Dean Ambrose is the right guy to put... I'm sorry. Damn it. I keep saying Dean Ambrose. Kevin Owens is the right guy to put against Dean Ambrose when Dean Ambrose is trying to sell all these 
injuries and being beat up for weeks on WWE from Lesnar and all this on Triple H. And then you get a guy like Dean Ambrose who's a bully, who's taking advantage. I mean, Kevin Owens is a bully. Damn it, I keep saying that. Kevin, oh, thank you. Don't ever correct me again or you're fired. Um, no. <laughs> Kevin Owens, as I said yesterday or the day before, he's a bully. His gimmick is he's he's a bully. I, I, I think they need to sell this the right way. I'm not saying his character should be a bully, but that's what they, they the overtones of him. He's a bully. And I do think the announcers could have told us a little more about he's taking advantage because of I didn't hear that, did you? I don't recall hearing Meaning he's that. taking advantage, Kevin Owens, of Dean of the beatings that Lesnar and, and Triple H, so that's why he's coming out here to get in his face, besides their history. I just think that would have been, again, I, I'm kind of anal on the announcing because I did it for a lot of years, and I just think that stuff's important. That's where you really earn your money, in my view. So, um, you know, uh, Dean, uh, they told a good physical story where Dean Ambrose kept trying to nail Dirty Deeds two or three times, his finish, and then finally he nailed it. Dean Ambrose wins uh, the match. Uh, no harm, no foul here. I, I thought it was good. Uh, w- without a doubt, I, I really did. I thought it was a good match. Both guys worked really hard. Both guys are really good, so I'm not surprised right there. Let's go to uh, Captain Davey uh, from the UK. Hey, you're the captain. Hold on. You're the captain's favorite guy. You gave him the quill pen, right? I did. I did. Well, what'd you give me? Oh, he's in the post. <laughs> oh, God, you're killing me. How you doing, buddy? Very well. It's an honor to, to speak to you, Taz. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that, Captain Davey. And it's nice that you give the captain here some gifts because, you know, usually no one gives him anything. So it's nice that someone gave this poor <laughs> SOB something. I get lots of attitude. He gets a lot of attitude. What's going it on, was, dude? It, what do you want to talk about? I was just going to give a, a few promo off the hooks. Yes, sir. Go ahead. The first one I thought would be fun because of the, the uh, cadence of, of their promos. You've got uh, New Day's preacher, Big E. Yes. Against superstar Billy Graham. Hey, I like that. A lot of people, man, I'll tell you, Captain Davey, a lot of people have been mentioning uh, they want to see superstar Billy Graham in these promo gimmicks. I think that's pretty cool. Next one is an all-English affair. Okay. William William Regal. Yes. Against the rock star Spud. <laughs> I like that. Spud's good, man. I, I think William, Regal and Spud would be very entertaining, definitely. And lastly, two hard men always gave believable promos. Fit Finley. Yes. Against the one and only Taz. Ah, that, now that's different right there. <laughs> that would be different. Wow, Fit Finley and myself in a promo battle. Cool. All right. Thank you, Captain Davey. I appreciate that. And keep supporting your Captain Tom over here. You're his number one fan. I'm starting to think you, Captain Davey, and you, Captain, are the real same guy. <laughs> and like that was a taped call. <laughs> that's what I'm really starting to think. Seriously. Let's go to uh, let's go to my man uh, Matt White, Sweet Home Alabama. What's up, Matt? What's up, Taz? How you doing, boss? Ahoy, Captain, and uh, flip flip. Ahoy. <laughs> What's up, baby? Hey, I just want to give my uh, off the hooks real quick for you. Go for it, pal. My first contest, I've got Enzo Amore versus Little Guido of the FBI. Okay, I like that. My next one, I have Kevin Owens versus Paul Heyman. For Brock Lesnar, you know, I was kind of hoping that they would be fighting at uh, WrestleMania, but you know, yes. oh well. Oh, oh well. Yeah. And my last and main event is the Professor Mike Tanay versus Matt Stryker over who knows more Lucha Libre. I'm gonna go with uh, on that Mike Tanay. Yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate it, Big Matt. I got to go to break, man, and we got Van Dam coming up in a few seconds. All right. 
Absolutely. I'm surprised he's not on right now because he's the whole effing show, he right? He is the whole effing show. That's a good point. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. See you, Matt. All right, look, we're going to take a break here. Are we taking a little... A, my, this break might be one minute longer than normal, maybe? No, yes. We'll try to keep it to the regular three, but it might take an extra minute or two to get, you know, situated. But the cool thing is, on the other side of the break, right here in Living Color, that's why you got to watch the video, live, live, we'll have Mr. Monday Night, Mr. Tuesday Night, Mr. Thursday Night. He's been a whole bunch of nights. He's the whole effing show. He is Rob Van Dam. RVD, when we come back on the Tash Show. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I right, we're back right here live, live on the uh, Taz Show right in the heart of New York City. And as promised, it wouldn't be a show without the whole effing show. And live in studio right now, we got my man, none other than Rob Van Dam in the house. What's up, big man? What's up, man? I love the New York City shots. Yeah. You have, yeah. To, you have to pay the city to use that? Or? Yeah, no, we do. We pay the city. Uh, well, actually, CBS pays the city a lot of money weekly. We have a weekly gimmick. Sure. Where, yeah, otherwise, they'll sue us. Big budget for the Taz Show. Big budget for the Where Taz Show. things are chill. Yes, yeah. Big budget for the Taz Show. Taz for keeps sure. telling me that <laughs> things are chill here. I said, chill. I had to point it off right off the bat. Chill by... Different standards for RVD. This is for chill for New York, yeah. Bronx, Brooklyn, Taz. Taz this, right, is, yeah. this is laid back and chill for you. <laughs> I'm like, relax, relax, relax. It's so tense in here. Not tense, but it's just like boom, 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 boom. It's, New York vibe, right? It is, dude. And you know, and we're on at 7 a.m. Eastern live live, and it's usually just I, I, I'm screaming at people. Did you say that's uh, four o'clock in LA? Like when I'm usually well, going to bed. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not That's, not tired. Thanks for asking. I don't like to be no. negative, but as long as I'm going to be no. negative, I'm going to be double negative. Then it's positive, bro. I, I said earlier at the top of the show. What? I said, look, I got a funny. Fe- I know Rob a lot of years, but I have a funny feeling. I said he's not a morning guy, and he's a West Coast guy, which makes it even worse. So but, no, you, it, it, I'm all good though, man. I know you are. You're a pro. You're here. I'm now, in. And I when I'm in, I'm in. I appreciate you being here. You know that. And it was last minute, and that's very nice of you. And we'll get into why you're in town doing some different stuff you're doing, which is cool. We'll promote the hell out of that. But uh, now, so you flew in last night, right? So what time did you land? You came in from LA. Yeah, it was all, it was ten thirty. All right, cool. So then you, uh, you 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 just got a few hours sleep, and here you are as a true pro yes. here with yours truly. Now, bro, I haven't seen you in that's a lot of years. I think the last time. True, I, I like the the new look. You uh, you took your glasses off for me. I saw no, you with the glasses, bro. Dude, put them back on. I, no, I don't want to put them I on. I saw them on camera, bro. I had it because I'm getting old, and like I got the cheater gimmick. So I when I'm reading stuff, right. like I see you good. Dude, this is like happened like the past two weeks. I can't see stuff when I'm reading. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. you usually around 420, you can't see things too good, right? Yeah. My eyes have always been shot, by the way. I have contacts. Oh, do you? Throughout my whole career, that's always been an issue with certain people that like to grab my eyeball and like pull my contact off. Like every match, like, what the? I never did that to you. No. You not me. not one of those people. I was not one of those. I, I, but I, I'm telling you, and you know this, because we broke in that's around the same time, different guys, but same style, same era. Dude, how frustrating. It's... When guys, when you're working with guys, and with their fingers, if they grip, you know, dude, is that the most unsanitary? Please, explain. <laughs> well, it, well, like for me specifically, because of my contacts, and it always seems to be the same guys, you know, really? like they, yeah, it's always like, dude, again, like what? And uh, and they, they, I don't know, they get carried away yeah. or whatever, and they're really grabbing my eyeball <laughs> or rubbing their rubbing their forearms really hard across my eyes. And, man, there's been so many uh, so many times when I've saved the contact by 
I'm, I'm lying on the ground selling. I'm like, oh, there it is. And I grab it <laughs> and I put it in while I'm on the Oh, oh so many referees can back me up on this. Seriously. Because, yeah. Sometimes they even help me out, you know, by like yeah. get, pushing the heel back for a minute. Yeah, yeah, Hold yeah. on, I need a second. It's a, <laughs> Dude, a, I, a I, ne- I, I never had that. I, you know, I always had uh, pretty good eyes. And I always wondered. Until you know, now. I, you know, until now. Thanks. I'm getting old. But I always wondered, like, the boys, any of the boys that wore contacts. And, like, I never realized that it actually comes out. It could come out during a match. That happens a lot, yeah. and then it sucks uh, because then I got one out and one in, and then I'm like, okay, how much longer do I got? Because uh, I can go maybe another minute or two, but I don't yeah, want to yeah. do the whole match like this because yeah. my perception's off. I'm, I'm trying to grab the top rope, and I'm like, okay, which one do I grab? <laughs> mm. Grab a second rope. So sometimes, <laughs> often, I take the one out that is in there and... And I have to throw that one. And really? Yeah, because I wear daily disposables. Okay. Sometimes it's better to do that. My wife make the that's call. My wife has the, the, the gimmicks that come out. They're it's over so the convenient. There's yeah. no, no carrying case, no cleaning, no nothing. I pop them in the morning and yeah. pop them out at night. And if I want to, I sleep in and wear Because I was on a trip to Australia and I forgot to bring them. And oh. I had to make two pairs last like over uh, 10 days. Yeah. But after I did, I was like, why do I throw them away every night then? I mean, they're fine. You got to put them in like a little solution or no, something? No, they were fine. Yeah, the, the, you they dry them. out, but yeah. if you have the, uh, the moisturizing drops. Yeah. I, asked, I asked an eye doctor. I said, I heard that they're made out of the same same stuff that the seven-day contacts are made out of. And he said, well, actually, they are basically the same thing. And I said, what? <laughs> you know, and I, I took that to mean it's kind of up to me. Hold on, the captain. Uh, Rob, something. can you move the mic a little closer to you? I'm sorry. This is as close as that's I can That's the best closer? you can do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, no problem. I, I can. Well, why does he got to move closer? Can't know. you adjust his levels? Oh, I have, I but it, it will sound even better if he's a little closer. <laughs> 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 so, Rob, so check it out. So I said to these guys earlier, you know, these guys, it's usually, I, up, very, I very rarely have guests, bro. You know, you were on when I had the podcast. I'm a very it. rare guest. You are a rare guest, but I'm I, a, I I'm an odd bird. Yes, you're an odd. I know that, but but you, I don't normally have guests because right? I want here every day. Now you were a guest when I first started the gimmick, the podcast gimmick. First I had Edge, then I had you, and it was cool and it was great. People loved the episode that you and I were chatting it up. You know, so the gimmick is, I never have guests here because I'm on. It's tough sometimes with guest schedules and all that stuff, but my crew here, my small little staff, I have. I get here this morning. I get here early. Oh, they're marking out. They're all excited. They're happy to see me. Hey, Taz, what's up? Put me over. High five. You're not always like that? Never. No. It's Because uh, I'm the old shoe, bro. I'm the old shoe with piss and poop on it. But, oh, RVD's coming in. They're all marking out. Everybody's marking out. They're all in good moods. So I, I have positive energy yes. and love Yes, and everybody. I, so I'm not bringing the positive energy. <laughs> well, you, that's because you got, you got that... East Coast vibe. I know, here. bro. I know. People I know. here like they don't. They don't even like. They don't even. It's so crazy. Uh, we I, we pulled up. Uh, I was with Harry Slash one time. Yeah. He pulls up to red light and he rolls his window down to ask uh, this driver in the next car and he goes, "Hey." He goes, "34th Street." That was like the whole question. And the guy's like, "That way." And then he just got. And looked ahead. No thank you. No nod. No wave. No. It was that was a that's a normal conversation here, right? Dude, that's it is. not how we treat each other on the West Coast. I know. I know it's not. I I've wrestled there enough. I know, dude. You go into a deli. Go into a store. Hold the door open for, for a lady. You get nothing. The, the women don't even want to communicate with you. And if the guys won't say thanks, nothing. They're like, welcome. Nothing. Yeah. It's a complete attitude at all times. No engaging verbally with anyone. That's the key here. Except yeah, here on the show. Take, it would take me a while to adjust if I wanted to. Which, yeah. Uh, Speaking of, but you grew up in Michigan, right? Yes. 
So, do you hear, I don't know if, I saw this thing yesterday. Captain, if you could find more details on it. Our friend Rhino. Do you hear that he's running? He ran. Oh, I did just hear Dude, that. Dude, what is the deal? Explain it. Oh, Whatever I you heard. I, you know, I just heard that. Um, it's running for like a, a politician gimmick or something. I do not have any insight. No I don't know anything other than that. I heard. Dude, uh, that's, he's on a ballot now. I heard it's legit. Yeah. Dude, Rhino. I love the guy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> You never know. I, know, I mean, you know, yeah, I know, man. I know uh, B. Brian Blair is heavily into it. Of course, really? he's not Rhino. But, oh, yeah, you didn't know that? I he did not know a long, that. long time down I, in uh, Tampa. And, um, uh, you know, Michigan, uh, we're very smart people from Michigan. Do you know I had a, uh, a scholarship to go to Michigan State? I did not know that. Yeah, and I turned that down to... Academic scholarship? Yes. Really? And I, and I turned that down or set it aside so that I could pursue... Following my dream, wrestling. And yeah, told my dad, just give me two years, dad. If I, if oh, I, yeah. I'll know if it's gonna, if it's a horrible mistake, I can, I can still make it. Right. But by the way, um, I asked Siri if sophomoric, sophomoric. That's right. That's my whole. Is gimmick. a real word, and she didn't seem to know it. No, bro, soft. Captain's very intelligent. No, Captain. sophomoricism. That well, was that, that's what I heard earlier that, today. Yeah. <laughs> Soph, <laughs> sophomoricism. Now, I heard and I was like, is no, now that's a Tazism. Yeah, no, that, that okay. yeah, that's a that's a, okay. a Brooklynese. Because we up, didn't dude. learn that in, in, in Michigan. No, so. no, you didn't I did not so, know yeah, that. I don't about know. You. Vote for Rhino. I didn't know that about you with an act. I know you're yeah. always been a oh, bright when I was guy. In second grade, uh, my second grade teacher actually wanted to uh, advance me an extra grade ahead. I used to be really, yeah. I used to be like a brainy kid, and then I became like a goof off. Yeah, nothing to do with sports. I know you told me that last time we talked, oh, and yeah, I'm still. Yeah. I, I always all the years. Hey, enough no, about me. No, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> all the years, you know, knowing you, wrestling with you, working with you, all this stuff. I always assumed, like you know, you were, you were like. Played some sports, played football yeah. or whatever, or basketball. Just oh, and, and I know I told you this before too. I actually didn't know that I even uh, stood out for my athleticism until like ninety six. When ninety six, ninety seven, I think it was 90, when um, I heard uh, in an interview when uh, Taz was asked who who he thought the most athletically. I don't know if they were asked or what, but for whatever reason. You said that you thought I was the most athletically yes. gifted wrestler, no and doubt. then I started hearing that. But I mean, that drew me. That was like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, what am I doing that Ray Mysterio doesn't do? And then people would say, Yeah, but you're so much bigger. You're bigger, and, yeah. And and then you and Ray, I, you know, I've worked with you both. Different, even though there's a you know different, yeah, yeah different. Everything workings. I do is yeah. different. Yeah, you are. You are. You were. I don't. Look, we go way back. You and I. I, I, you know, I've always respected your work. I loved working with you because I knew I was I was challenged to work with you. It was always a competition, and I, you know, when all matches I felt like we always pulled the best out of each other. You know, it, it felt like a competition in a good way. You know what I mean, business. And uh, I, to me, like Ray and you, different. Even though both you guys will fly and do some stuff, but dude, uh, you know, some of the stuff you've done. Uh, it's for your size and I, I people that know the business wrestlers have talked about you and your lower body strength your glutes and your hams and you know what I mean and your quads and the power you have and when you flip dive on someone or kick someone it's a heavy catch brother <laughs> that's why certain wrestlers like Lance Storm just step aside <laughs> let me eat pavement yeah but uh, point is uh, that I wasn't a jock in school at all I, I, that always surprised you know because uh, when I heard that later on in years I'm like, I really always thought that. 
you, dude, you would have made like an amazing soccer player or basketball player or football player because you're, you know, and you still, you're still looking at you're in great shape. You, you found you and Vince McMahon found the fountain of youth. <laughs> I mean, it's, and he's older than you and I, but I'm just yeah. saying you still look the same. I know you train hard all the time. Still, I do. I feel this. I mean, I feel great. Um, the only thing that I don't, the only, the only re- reason that I could even look at in a past point as being uh, uh, more, more of a peak is just because I don't have the passion. Like I don't want it as much. That's yeah. a huge part of. But you got to have that drive and fire. And I don't, you know. But I can still do everything, I and I enjoy working out. Now it used to be like on our schedule when you're yeah. when you're wrestling. Yeah, it, it was your job. You had to work out. But also because I got so much cardio wrestling every single night, I had to like I had to hit. For me, I had to be on a program. You yeah. Know, like if I had to work out, I have to hit biceps and back. I haven't done it in. <laughs> we were all so like that. Days. I know. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now it's like I'm, I'm actually enjoying doing. Yeah. Crazy stuff. I do like box jumps in my sauna, you know, and yeah. give myself like half a heart attack and just like all <laughs> kind, you know, pick the heavy bag up yep. on my shoulder and run around, just all kinds of stuff that I never would never have did. had time for before. Well, as you know, there's different levels of training now. Yeah. It's evolved, right? Training wrestlers today, pro wrestlers, they train different than the way we train. My sure. son's an athlete, soon to be a college athlete, right? I, he, you know, I watch how he trains. The stuff that I did, and I'm like a dinosaur. The yeah. stuff like that, the well, three the sets CrossFit, of ten. The CrossFit was right. kind of right. breakthrough, breakthrough, with functional yeah. exercise. Yes, yeah. yes. First step explosion, box jumps, yeah. as you said. But you've been ahead of the curve, and I'll tell you how. Because a big thing with athletes today, youth athletes, high school, college athletes, pro athletes, they've learned over time flexibility is true strength, and flexibility is true longevity for athletes. And you, it's well documented. Anyone who's been in a locker room backstage with you knows. Where's Van Dam? It's only three o'clock. The show's at eight. <laughs> he's in. He's under the bleachers, stretching yeah. for five hours. There's yeah. Rob, and yeah. and you've always and you everybody just leave Rob alone. Let him do his thing. He's got a towel laid out. <laughs> you would I, just. Do I can't thing. wait to. Uh, I can't wait to stretch off the stiffness from the yeah. flight cross yeah. country because uh, yeah, for, I love stretching. And here, here's I can I can sum it up like this. The real difference is. Uh, my stretch routine is not a warm up. It's a workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For most people, they they just think it's a little yeah. you know warm up. But for me, I I like to have an hour, and I feel so good afterwards because I I've tested my entire body, each part from head to toe, several times in different positions, and I and I just it's it's just it's so good. I. I want to, and I and and I have on the plans forever. I've been saying I'm going to uh, release some kind of format where I can share my insight to, to stretching. You should, dude. Yes, you should. I mean, you see the success, like for example, uh, Paige is having with the DDP yoga and all that stuff, dude. When you, I was, you've been way ahead of the curve for years on this stuff. So relevant, relevant is that uh, back in the day, DDP started stretching after watching me stretch when we were both in WCW. <laughs> I didn't know that. Seeing me take these crazy bumps and not get hurt. Yeah, he started stretching, and so uh, I went. To, I talked to him about me wanting to share my insight, and the yeah. project developed to where. And uh, this isn't like a huge announcement, but I, I guess you know this is something I'm not really normally ready to talk about, but whatever, because because <laughs> I have cause, because I'm going to follow through. And, and, and so the thing gonna, is, thing you're going to partially kayfabe, basically, is what you're saying. Well, thing is, <laughs> I just don't want everyone to be like you know like okay, when is it? Where's because no I'm going to do this with DDP through his channels. I've been to his um, production facilities, and uh, and matter of fact, I put Stevie Richards through a test of my stretch. I, but my issue is it 
I can I I know what I'm doing, but it's so complicated. It's very very hard for me to explain and put into words, mm. and that's the holdup. And because of that holdup, I'm starting to wonder if I'm really going to be able to do this. Because when I stretch, there's so much going on. You have to know exactly which muscle you're targeting, yeah. and you also have to know uh, how to relax. And there's techniques and tools to mentally, get that, mentally the, the yeah. muscle that you're talking right. about. Right. The, the, the 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 mistake people make is they fight their own stretch. You can see it in their face. They're going while they're stretching. That's getting you nowhere. But you have to, you think of your muscle like a balloon, right? Right. right. And blow that balloon up. That's a contracted muscle. It's, it's, you know, I mean, it's not that flexible. It's kind of, it's hard to maneuver. When you let it, if you can relax it and deflate it, now you can do what you want with it. The yeah. thing is, your muscle doesn't want to relax because it's afraid you're going to pull it too far and it'll injure. That's why it contracts. So it takes this mental um, relationship you have to build. You have to build trust within your body. But nice. it's breathing, it's position, it's balance. Because, yeah. you, oh, my God, there's so much going there's on. There's so much. I, you know, I... I used to pride myself in my prime. I stretched a lot too, never to the level of you. And I did, you know, to keep a good, you know, with suplexes, right? With a good bridge. I always work on my lower butt, my lower back, and my flexibility and all that. And uh, I, I always say, came, I, you know, even at my size back in there, two fifty, and I was five eight. I, bro, I was so close to getting a full split. I never could do it. I never. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I mean, I, if I would have talked to you more about it back then, you would have got me to do it. Yeah. I was closer than you would imagine. Now I, I, I let stretching get away. But so let me ask you about that. Speaking about flexibility and all that, over the years. Now, have you added or changed stuff to your stretch? Yeah, I, I usually add about maybe two exercises a, a year that I pick up either from uh, watching someone else do it or just an extension of while I'm stretching. Nice, yeah. I end up because there's there's certain things where I'm in a certain position, putting pressure on a certain part of my body, using other parts of my body to spot so I can relax that part, and then I just rotate my hips a certain way, <sighs> and it. It, it, pull, it totally pulls other muscles into, into effect. Play, yeah. There's so much, so I Dude, am keeping a lot of it. I remember that photo. I don't know why. Often my stretches are different. Often I stretch and I do a few things that I just have never ha- done before. Like, yeah. oh, I've just never yeah, you know, yeah. brought my head that way while I'm in this. Yeah. That you're learning as you're doing it. I remember, man. Um, I don't know where you did you know it. Because you're exploring your you're exploring your limitations, but you're also increasing your limitations, increasing limitations at the same yeah. time. So you're always going to be yes. doing new stuff. Yes, yes, very good. Quit interrupting me. Yes, you keep interrupting me, or I'm going to fire you. No, so so, dude, I remember when you did that gimmick. Now, the uh, split gimmick with the dumbbell. I don't know where, what gym, where you were. If you're at home, where you did that. I think it was during ECW, late ECW, yeah. right? Was that like a hundred? Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Where was that? Lebanon. Oh, Pennsylvania. Lebanon, Lebanon. Yeah. Okay, like near Harrisburg. I because think uh, I was telling, no, no, no. It was uh, shoot. It wasn't. It was right by there, Pigeon Forge, somewhere in that. I don't is know that, what it is. Oh, I don't know. Dude, it was like a hundred, like 150 pound dumbbell. While we were on our way there, I was telling us. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Can you hear me? Test, test. Yeah, because right. uh, the gimmick mic no, has the schnitzel. Let's go back to the beginning. Now I'm afraid Let's no one heard Let's start over. So you flew yeah. in from LA. No. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, the, on the way to the gym, though, I was telling Sabu, yeah, there's gonna be like officials coming all the way from Lebanon, and then we passed the uh, exit that said <laughs> Lebanon. <laughs> Sabu, <laughs> so, yeah. He thought it was gimmick. Lebanon. I thought it was. You thought, I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Sabu was making fun of me. Classic. Uh-huh, <laughs> you thought people were coming from around the world. 
Because it's called All Around Weightlifters Association. Yeah. Oh, it, is I didn't a know world, that. it is a world um, organization. And, and this lift that I did there in uh, wherever it was, Plymouth yeah. Meeting? Probably. That's where we were working. Yeah, we used to work there all the time. Uh, Plymouth Meeting. Yeah, that, that's near like uh, Allentown ish. I remember doing the interview saying, I'm here at the Valley Forge Fitness Center. So that's Valley Forge. Valley yeah, it's Forge. like it's, okay. yeah, it's near Allentown or. Um, I changed yeah, my voice. I, okay. <laughs> you I changed my voice to uh, <laughs> okay. to represent 1997 RVD. I'm at the Valley Forge <laughs> Fitness Center. The whole heavy, damn show. The whole damn show. How heavy was the dumbbell? 166.5 pounds. Shoot. Yeah, Fonzie's body weight. <laughs> it was. Look at this gimmick. Will you stop? Grill <laughs> <laughs> soon. We had to uh, it, we we had to uh, you know load the plates on and put the collars on. Yeah. And so um, because the first attempt, uh, we had the Valley Forge wrestling team behind, and, and when I did the lift, they were going to be like RVD, you know, for the promo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and when I tried to lift it, it got stuck on my weight belt. I couldn't get it oh. past. Yeah, and by the time I recuperated to try it a second time, because it was pretty uh, strenuous, they were gone because they had to go to their meeting or whatever. Yeah. But we had to take the dumbbells and, uh, and, and, and manipulate it so that the heavier weights were on one side of the dumbbell yeah. and the smaller weights That's were on one sick. side. Because it, and, yeah, hey, hey, uh, if Video Brian, sorry, Rob, if Video Brian could get a picture of, that, of Rob doing that lift. Rob, where would we find that? Where would we find Google? at? Because uh, we could put it up running on Google, video. Google uh, the Van Dam lift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty sick. Yeah, I want uh, Video Brian to see it. As you saw, Video Brian. A bunch of uh, stuff will pop up. Do you see the one where Jean-Claude does the split across the two uh, semi I did. Yes, yeah. yes. That's sick. I, I yeah. recently saw some parodies yeah. people did of me. On the- <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> sick. That's awesome. No, yeah. I always remember that. It's stuck in my mind. He's just smiling holding this huge-ass dumbbell. And yeah. I'm thinking, I- I'm not thinking about holding the dumbbell. I'm thinking about your groin, your, in- your-, your hands, your quads that the amount of strength that you had have internally there in your inner thigh dude that takes sick. Uh, strength balance and coordination because when you go to pick the uh the weight up you want to fall you forward, fall on forward. Face, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. pulling an anchor out of your the water, core too right that's a lot of core yeah. strength there because you're holding all that weight and you're there. trying to focus but you're thinking what is up with the carson daily posters I don't oh god you had, oh, you had to bring it up bro do you see all of them in the lobby what's up with that brother here's what's up i got heat i don't know what I cut a deal. I don't know if you heard. I never. I never said this on the air. On the air. Ah, wink. Uh, <laughs> here's the gimmick. Here's the gimmick. I friggin. I, I come here. I do the podcast when I first started. The, 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 when you first came on the show and all that. They said, dude, if you get like a certain amount of downloads and hit a certain amount of success, we'll put your picture in the lobby. I'm like, no. Yeah. So I mark out for myself, and I end up busting my ass. I get. You know, I'm a goal driven guy. I get these downloads. Like you did it. That's great. I go, take, thank you. I hit a photo shoot. I go to a photo shoot on my own dime. I send them these cool photos. Great, got it. Was it really in the Dude, photo that was a, that booth, was a, though? That was not in the photo much. booth. Oh, okay. Come on now. Okay. That, I took those photos. That was a year ago. Yet, they still have yet to put, oh. but there's a plethora of Carson Daly oh, okay. posters yeah. and, and the Kanye West guy. He never beat nobody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he never beat nobody. Yeah, so that. <laughs> All right, we're, well, you're, gonna, you're gonna hang around. We'll take a break. You gonna yeah. stick around? Hey, by the way, I'm glad. I'm glad you're on video because it's a shame to waste this beautiful studio on Thank audio. You. Thank you, bro. Yeah, well, I appreciate you saying that, Rob. Thank you. We need some kind of RVD memorabilia, something. You gotta send something. You're looking at me like, why? You don't need anything. No, I want something I, like you know. Like, I think I've seen an item or two made with RVD's likeness on it. Really. Yeah. 
No, I'm not saying oh, here. Oh, oh, not here. I'm like, what everything <laughs> here is Taz. Is Taz. Well, a little Taz, bit. No, Taz. I got a little lucha man. I like. To, I'm a mark for the. I'm a mark for the lucha man. No, I am. I'm a mark for that. And and uh, and I got a lot of bobbleheads. Oh t- yeah. And believe it or not, today uh, today is first a, first guest. I guess we should put put me up. I got the gimmick belts. These I I did not win any of these titles. By the way. This is from Dave Milliken. You know, he makes belts. You know, I wonder if we talked about the uh, uh, TV title story on the podcast that we did. I don't know if we did, but we're going to go to break. We'll do it on the other side. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. I might forget. No. <laughs> I might. Captain, he takes copious <laughs> notes or reasonable notes. He'll do it. Copious. Dude, I love these words. Yeah, I'm, I'm very <laughs> vast vocabulary. Hey, it's a Taz show. We'll be right back. We got Rob Van Dam live in studio. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here uh, live, live on the Taz Show. Special in-studio guest live is none other than one of the most decorated uh, wrestlers, superstars of all time. Arguably one of the top best ever, I guess, is one way to put it for sure. All his success. Rob oh, Van shucks. I'm on now. Van Dam's in the house. RVD is here doing his thing, chilling out. Trying you to. Say, when you say decorated, it makes me think of the uh, titles. Isn't that what it means? Like yes, sir. Okay, you, okay, so. Yeah. So, um, uh, the, the the original ECW uh, TV championship that I got from uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, that belt, uh, I, that's the one that I started on my. Legendary two-year uh, title defense. And, you had, uh, it was a long run, bro. It was. It got me a little yeah. hot. I got to be yeah, honest. With you. I know. Oh, I, was I remember. Get, I was getting a little hot. How long you had that belt? I can't lie. I wonder if you remember uh, <laughs> a particular thing that got you hot was that uh, when you changed the looks and went with the Jamar. Um, cha- oh, I'm, am I still centered? Hey, you, bam! <laughs> oh yeah. Um, the. Uh, Jamar belts uh, yes. had a different look. The hardcore, or I'm sorry, the TV belt that I had was old school look. And um, when you changed all the belts and stuff, I kept wearing the, the old belt. I don't oh, know if you remember this or not. Mm-hmm. And week after week, you know, you come up at TV and you say, uh, "Brother, how come you aren't wearing the? Uh, <laughs> the how come you aren't wearing yeah, the other I belt?" That, yeah. and, and I'd be like, "Oh, you know what? I left it at home again." <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then uh, and then like Paul would say something, I'd say, "Yeah, you, I, I don't know, whatever." And then when you come up again. Brother, you got you still got you still do a belt. What, you got the uh, the tag belts. It doesn't match anymore. The tag belts, the heavyweight belt, the FTW belt. Oh, how you how come you gonna wear it? Doesn't it doesn't it doesn't conform? And uh, and I was like, I, I just keep forgetting. Letter. And then you know, finally you're like, brother, what's your deal? And I said, dude, you made the uh, FTW belt uh, gold and you made the TV belt silver. I ain't wearing that. Well, wait a minute. You can't blame me for that. This is the conversation that happened. And when it came back gold, I finally had to wear it. That, I, it was you, the conversation. I'm just, I'm just uh, that you, that happened. I'm just going through. Hold history. on, watch this. I ah. did blame you for it. At hold the on, time. wait, listen, listen. Um, uh, yeah, no. That's not what <laughs> no, it's the greatest gimmick in the world. Okay. By the, way. the no pen. I love. Defend this yourself. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember uh, having an agenda to make your belt silver while my fake belt was gold. Why would I do that? That was, was you Jesus at the time, Christ. You man. see what you made me do, Rob? You made me wreck the studio. That was you. you see that? Now, back then, I was a little different. This is well documented. I, I was immature. Sabu, Sabu go, ah, look, he got his own belt because he doesn't have one of ours. And, and we'd laugh, you know, at our little oh, that's nice. Winnebago You guys thing. bullied me. I told you we were... <laughs> How we were back then, man. We were all like that. I mean, I was maybe the worst. It was competitive. It was, bro. Thank it you. Was. Thank you, because I say that all the time on this show. Yes. Everybody thinks that 
ECW that we were all like it was all rainbows and butterflies and we all loved each right. other. We loved each other. Right. Tough love but competitive. Well, here's the shows that they, they talk about the the work side of wrestling <clears throat> like one that I was listening to a few minutes ago they they present a different image that softens it so much that people take that to the extreme in their head yeah. and they think we're all friends we're all playing an example of how competitive it was not even just in ECW but like in Japan at the time Sabu and I would tag team in Japan for for Baba for all Japan yeah and it was so competitive like we would be wrestling these other two uh, young guys both of us wanted Wanted to be the tag team champions. Yeah, we sure. both wanted that position. Sure. And so during the match, it was so competitive. Before the match, Sabu would say, "Okay, you know, try and keep trying. Let's try and keep one of them uh, over in our corner, you know, and like yeah, don't yeah. let him, don't let him make a tag. And let's make quick tags and try and get in and out and try and blow them up. And uh, anytime, you know, if they had me down to make a cover, come in and make a save real quick. And and, and they were doing the same, same thing, thing to us. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. And and. Japan, definitely, for sure. And speaking of Japan, I mean, not to bring anything down, but we were told, I don't know if you heard it, you were oh, here yeah, yet, about yeah. Hayabusa, dude. Totally worth mentioning. Man. R.I.P. Yeah, sad, you know? I, I never worked with him. I know uh, yourself and Sabu. Uh, uh, and, uh, what was the ECW? Hawko Heaven? Heatwave Heat, 98. I'm sorry, Heatwave 98. Um, yep, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, man. I, I was Dayton. See, I thought it's, it was Fort Lauderdale. It's weird how things stick stick out in your mind yeah, like that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember wave. that. You guys, that was an amazing match, that double table spot yeah. you guys did. Yeah. But um, was that the only time you really worked with Hayabusa? Like, you know, um, I, I'd never worked with him. I, I, I think so. It was definitely the first. And, uh, yeah, I think that's the only time in uh, the other. I think I had, yeah, I think I met, it seems like that I met both of those guys ju just that night and Sabu okay. knew them. That's what Sabu, I knew Sabu knew them. I knew yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, sad. I mean, you know, he's um, 40, 47 years old. I mean, it's, it's horrible. But Last you know. time I saw him, you know, he was, like, in a wheelchair. Yeah, and stuff. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's sad. I mean, and, you know, uh, we both know guys that we came up with that are no longer with us. I mean, that's just... Uh, Family members, yes, recently. Uh, yeah, so it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's just... Ah, it, it's... Uh, it happens. It happens. It's life. It's 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 evolution. It is, it is a very lot of grief. sad. Yes, yes, and, of, yes. That's life, right? I mean, uh, alive, yeah. unfortunately, but but the our generation of wrestlers, like, it's it's. I felt like, and I'll give you an example. I'll I'll put you over here again because I I believe in what you did. You were kind of ahead of the curve before so many guys, guys like yourself or guys like Sabu and. Your athleticism, as we talk about athleticism, to today's generation of wrestler, I feel these guys as a whole, guys like you guys, really kind of inspired these younger guys today. There's so much of that style that you see today from uh, uh, guys that flew around with intensity and with a mixture of strong style, Japanese strong style, along with some lucha tendencies and high-flying and that's kind of everything today. I think the kids today, the wrestlers today, it's a lot about athleticism sure. instead of just size. You sure. know what I mean? Remember all generations, everybody had to be like huge. All no, yeah, the reason I think that I, uh, besides I'm prone to the rush and excitement of doing moves that I think are cool, um, but also 
starting out in the business, I didn't think I was uh, uh, big enough to, you know, to have uh, any kind of uh, anything going for me. So I tried to make up for it with my moves. Now, uh, when I'm in any dressing room, I I don't even feel like, I I mean, I feel like maybe I'm average guy. A lot of guys, I, you know, I I look over their heads and stuff. You're bigger than them, yeah. yeah. standard for rest. I I think, I think, you know, by body weight, I'm probably, you know, um, well above like what the mid-range would be. Especially on the indie cards. Like, there's a lot of dudes that are like 180, 190 or or less or whatever, but yeah. yeah, it used to be 300 pounds was what a pro wrestler meant. Dude, so. I, I, you look, I know we we lived, and it. it was boring. I mean, not boring, but but it was it was there was no athletic, not no it, athletic. It needed to evolve. It was cumbersome. Yeah, the work. That's the, why I was drawn to the guys like Leap and Lanny. Yeah. Brady Boone, Dang Owen Hart, Brady Boone, Boone. Flips, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Uh, he was great. I remember him. Yeah, yeah. He inspired me. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Brady Boone was a tremendous, uh, tremendous worker. He never got that huge push in WWF no. when he was there, but no. he could have put a, a hood on. Firecat or Battlecat? Yeah, Battlecat. Yeah. yeah, I remember that gimmick, yeah. actually. Yeah, I remember He's that. He's the first guy I saw. Like, someone scooped him up to slam him. Boom, he jumped up on his shoulders and did a victory roll. Did a victory roll, roll and yeah. And I always, I always use that. Every and once in a while, it. I'd pull that out. And yeah. you remember that spot. Hell yeah. You never did a victory roll to me because I would not take one. Because <laughs> I could land on my head. I would land on my head <laughs> if I tried a victory roll. Dude, I, I remember matches where I've suplexed you. And you were like, you just, you know, it was well done. You just couldn't hurt Van Damme. It just, you can't. And I, in my crazy mind, I didn't never try to hurt you or anybody, but, well, maybe Sabu once or twice, but um, <laughs> maybe once or twice, no. But I, I you Everybody were, thought that you dropped, uh, was it Big Dick Dudley? Yeah. On, 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 on his head on purpose. He's uh, uh, one of my best friends. That was, but remember it was like in the opening? Or I something? do remember, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the word was, you know, to, to back up your image and oh, stuff. Geez, that, that you no. would do that so people would be afraid. Big Dick and I broke into business together. Yeah. We were best friends. Uh, God rest his soul. But all years before he became successful in the you know in ECW and people got to know him, he was incarcerated for a lot of years. And him and I talked on the phone every week. That's we go way back. So I would never try to hurt anyone, never less a friend like that. Right on. No, my image uh, was. <laughs> My image was hey, the, like we said. It, it was, was the character. Yeah, it was competitive. It was the character. And, and, and I said this on the, on your podcast too. It's yeah. usually the craziest guys that seem to get ahead. I think so. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think you're right. The guys that really believe that they are the best, you know, and and, and like, and for me, that's I think where where I made it like so far. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? I kind of like not being around this stuff yeah, too yeah. some of the time yeah. because the guys that you know, like oh, I got so many guys in mind, but I don't want to bury yeah, anybody. Right, but right. I just imagine that they look in the mirror at night in the hotel room cutting promos, and that's that's great if that that's what you should do to cut ahead. But, sure. but for me, you know. I'm, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. But you yeah, know. Yeah, like my thing, like Rob, you know, like Not just doing a promo, that's good. But I mean, if that's like, you know, if you if, totally believe, if you it, believe it, like, no, I that's am the best. Yeah, no, no, so, I don't know. I'm sure that doesn't that work for me in the Winnebago Sabu, and you probably thought that I was doing that in my hotel. I was not, but I was practicing promos. Yes, yeah, but I was, yeah, yeah, and I should have. Yeah, no, no, you shouldn't have. No, no. Yeah, yeah, we look. I you, needed Fonzie to start even talking. I was like, don't put me on camera. <laughs> yeah. No, no. You look. I mean, no. 
your promos became something that were actually cool. Because they were just real. Yeah, it like was you. It was your style. Yeah. That's right, Daddy. We're coming to Poughkeepsie. We're not this civic center. It's a whole effing show. It was great. It was cool. No, but that was great. And Paul was smart. Whoever came up, it was you, Paul, whoever it was, or Fonzie. It was great. And that worked. That chemistry worked. But for me. Sabu came up with all our promos. Did he? No, but check it out. You know this. You never played wrestler. You you live that lifestyle. I know I live that lifestyle. Okay, you know Sabu. You know he believed. He didn't believe he was Sabu, but when he walked through that curtain, he was not playing a character. He believed in that, and so did you. So did I. So did Shane Douglas. Uh, whoever Dreamer, all, all Dudley's Eliminators, all the guys who had success. Raven, all these guys. Yeah. Sandman, all these cats. Everybody. You know I'm not afraid to still years later put these guys over. I don't need anyone to put me over. I'm not insecure. I've matured. I'm a different person. I come out here every day and I put these cats over that we all share. We're all insecure a little bit. A little bit. Well, as we get older, I think it dies down a little. For sure. I definitely. But you care less. And yeah. You're like yeah. I, my thing, man, is I like you said it about yourself. You know, you were you considered yourself back in the day because that generation, these guys were gigantic, and everybody that was making money and getting hired were big dudes. You know. Yeah. And uh, you know. I, I felt like I had a point to prove, and you sound like you sure. had a point to prove. Sure. So you adjust. I adjusted my style to try and do something to get over, okay? And you adjusted your style, and I think you got you find a way, you know. And like, I think sometimes uh, today, like that's what Vince cut that promo or whatever he did some podcast on on his network, Vince McMahon, and said uh, I don't oh, remember. I, I thought you met Vince Lombardi. No, not Vince Lombardi. No, no, come on now. No, Vince McMahon said something about like the. Uh, the, the generation today, they, they don't grab the brass ring and all that stuff. I kind of see his point a teeny bit on that. I, you know, it's a little fugazi, but, you know, I, I see what he's saying. Like, when we say things like you're adjusting yourself to get over, that's when finding the brass ring. That's adjusting to get over. If you're not getting that push or you can't make that get that big push because you're not big enough back in the day or you you, you know you can't get over japan because you can't kick and fly around or whatever the hell the thing is you know what i mean it's so different now though i, I mean, know it's so, I know i know so so different it really is the first time i was ever allowed in the uh, dressing room um this was 90 and and uh, it was a show in euclid ohio in uh in cleveland and uh, Sheik was working uh, against Jerry Lawler, you know, the original Sheik, my mentor. And yeah. I was I was there, and uh, Sabu had a match. And anyway, um, I had only been training for uh, a few months. I mean, I wasn't quite ready for my first match yet, but yeah. I was able to go there as one of the Sheik's boys, so I was really thrilled. But I was told I could not act like I was thrilled, like uh, – uh, Sabu told me so many times, you're one of the boys, you're not a mark. You're one of the boys. Yeah. And I w that's, I, I'm just saying that's the way it was back then. I, I wasn't allowed to, uh, I could introduce myself to somebody, but you don't ask someone for a picture. Yep. Yep. I don't even know if we had cameras back then, but I don't think autograph, so. we whatever. Did, yeah. We didn't yeah. have our phones. But yeah, anyway, phone, yeah. point is, that's changed so much now to where they're all fans. Yep. And, 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 be, and I think part of the fact that the entertainment side of the business is being exposed on the on the divas and on on all these shows. And you talk about uh, the uh, the side of it, how it's all put together. That makes it more accessible for fans to, to get into the business and for their opinions to seem to to hold more weight to them because they think they understand it more. Right, and it's right. just it's just so so different. It is, stuff. dude. I'd never in a million years. I come out here. I I pull back the curtain a ton on the show. You know, a ton. You know, and I never thought I would do something like that 
coming up in the same generation as you and walking in locker rooms and hearing guys or whatever say, oh, K-Fabe, K-Fabe. I had no idea. What K- I didn't know who K-Fabe was. Like, my trainer, Johnny Rods, never taught us that. Right. You learned on your own. Nor did Sheik. Right. Yeah, of course. That's old school, right? right. So, you know, you don't learn You don't learn that. I remember I told the story. When I, my first match was in Puerto Rico. Johnny Rods sent uh, us there. Big Dick Dudley and me were... Two of the heels that were new in the territory were green as grass, horrible workers, and we did a run in on the baby faces. Right, you run in, and then uh, and and then once the baby faces come, you guys take a powder. Okay, great. He walks out of the room, and I look at Big Dick Alex, this is his real name. He looks at me, and what he's like, bro, what is take a powder? I go, I don't right. know what that means. And, yeah, and we were afraid to ask anyone, and my, uh, we got my, beat up. <laughs> my, my first match uh, in uh, USWA in '91, uh, Chris Candido and yeah. I wrestled at the fair grounds there yeah and they told us to go broadway and sabu <laughs> always says <laughs> sabu always laughs ah you thought you guys were going big time you know <laughs> I like, manhattan broadway, broadway. yeah I, I hey, you know what's weird about this the camera's there and like but i don't want the microphone to block my face but i got to talk into it like this it's very tricky it's like, here this whole setup like, is a minefield you got to really okay. be careful with everything brother good luck so uh, you're good you're good yeah. I, the okay. audio's good right cap we're sounding good. good through here that's good well then sounding quit good your bitching, yeah man. stop bitching he's right Damn. Damn, we got a picture of the Van Damme lift ready. The Va- oh, oh, we have the Van Damme. Let's check it out. We impressive. talked about this earlier. Hold on. Let's see it. So I've heard. Those watching the uh, the video. And three and a two and a one. There it is. Okay, look at so that's 110 pounds with a smile. Jesus, dude. Oh, look. There's the old belt, uh, the old school. ECW. The belt that I made. Wait, the belt I made silver? That one? No, no, no. The original one. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. The, that's why those two belts don't match because Dude, I, I had never, the tag on. title. I never noticed the belts. I, I never had s- the tag title, which the new JMR look. Yep. The new conform look, but I was still carrying the old uh, TV belt that I won from Bam Bam Bigelow. The one I was hot about. <laughs> yeah, and you were hot about it. Wanted me to switch, <laughs> which eventually uh, I did after it was made gold. <sighs> <laughs> True that. Dude, I didn't know that was God. I, I affected so many people. I, I it's I, I don't know, but that lift was that was insane. I'll never forget that picture. I'm, and thank you, Video Brian, for putting. I think that I'm gonna up do there. that again just for the um, you know, just it'd be cool. Like, bam, like. I look in the mirror sometimes. And I'm like, dude, this is 45. Like I, like I still like, like if I hit the gym like uh, three days in a row, I look in the mirror and I'm like, I look the best yeah. I've ever looked in my it's life. That muscle memory, right? But, and, but I still have the. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't not work out, but I'm just saying, I still like, like any of us that get like. Uh, I don't want to say addicted to it, but when it becomes like you're, yeah, sure. You, then after a while, if, lifestyle. if you Party miss like three days in a row, you yeah. see a total different person in the yeah, mirror. Yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. my god, I'm, yeah. I'm so soft yeah, yeah, and yeah, deflated. Yeah, yeah. Even though you might not, yeah, I but I'm just saying, dude, bam, this is awesome. You like, should I don't know do what the lift. Listen, is. I'm gonna give you an idea. You do the lift again, and then do yeah. a side by side picture, tweet it or something like that. Right. Seriously, like from the old one, and from, and I'll Can let you use these two belts. Okay, there's a silver one. You love silver. And there's a gold belt. So you could use both these belts in the picture. You do it right here on the table, bro. We'll get a big-ass dumbbell. You just do it. There we go, man. <laughs> Sounds like I got myself booked for a return. <laughs> well, you're always oh, yeah. welcome here. You know that. Hey, so you got a lot of stuff going on, man. You're going to be uh, doing a nice appearance tomorrow so people could see you over at the big event. Tomorrow, yes. Over in, I believe it's in El- is it Elmhurst, Queen- Queens, I believe. Right, Cap? Maybe pull up the info. Uh, I think it's in Queens. LaGuardia. LaGuardia Airport, right? The, the yep. pl- LaGuardia Plaza. Yeah, man. Hotel. I, yeah, there's a bunch of cats. I I did an appearance for the big event. Uh, man, the last one they did, 
it's same area, LaGuardia Plaza, Gimmick Hotel, whatever it's called. Uh, they get tons of people there, so I'm sure you're gonna have a, a zillion people at this thing tomorrow. You got some? So you're at Dangerfields now, or? Well, no, Dangerfields. He's doing Rob. You're doing tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. I'm, I'm doing uh, Dangerfields. Yeah, you can. There's an email that I tweeted where you can get like tickets. Uh, okay, we'll re- we'll bang that out. We'll tweet tweet. If uh, Video Brian, if he can, is that on your Twitter account? Mm, yes. Hey, maybe Video Brian put that on lower third so people watch the video could see that that uh, the, the gimmick shows, where they buy yeah. tickets for. Rob. Yeah, so yeah, Rob, you've been yeah. doing now for a lot of years stand up. Yeah, I have. I have since like uh, 2006, and mm. uh, I, I've always, I guess. As long as I can remember, like when I've watched stand up, I've always thought, yeah, someday I'm going to go up there. And and then when the opportunity came, I just did it, you know, and just kind of like I do it sporadically. It's not something I'm not looking to take bookings anywhere, by the way, because like whenever, whenever, uh, because I I don't a lot. And then whenever it's out, you know, then people go, oh, he's taking bookings. It's like I'm so far above market that it's like it's ridiculous for most people to contact me. I mean, I'm being honest. No, I it's believe just, you. I hear you. Yeah, I don't blame you. The best position is when you don't want to. Amen. Right? I, and, I know. <laughs> and so, very selectively, I have a few dates coming up, you know. But the comedy thing, I, I usually only do that around L.A. and Vegas because I live there. And, uh, and, and that is for the art, you know sure. what I mean, to express myself. I enjoy writing. I enjoy delivering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a total different. Uh, it, it's the real me. I'm about as I'm about this excited on stage. I yeah, get, well, I figured that. That's yeah. your gimmick. Well, not your yeah. gimmick. That's who yeah. you are. You know, I gotta tell. I think I told you this before. <clears throat> I, I look. I, I talk for a living. I've talked for a living for a lot of years, right? Yeah. I, I guys like you, Cole Cabana, Mick Foley. You guys go on stage and do that. You're crazy. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I, I I couldn't do it. I yeah. couldn't. I mean, sometimes just I'll come out. Just I, come out, dude. Come I, I I I watch and love to see yeah. you and these other guys that I know and you know and and the success you're having and how funny and all that stuff. Um, but I it's couldn't. fun to do. What I enjoy um is is using my brain because like yeah. uh, it's one thing to have somebody uh. You know, hey, I love your Rolling Thunder, and then that's cool, and I love that. But also, it's so different to have someone ap- after I get off stage say, "Wow, I, I had no idea you were so intelligent," yeah. and that gets my juices flowing, yep, yep, and, yep. and I like that. My my sense of humor is is like uh, is so dry. And, yeah, and, I know this. Yeah, okay, yeah. So you no, know I do. That. I know. I, just, I know this. I don't yeah. think people realize that. I was telling my wife that yesterday. We were talking, and I said hey, Rob's going to be on the show. Oh, that's cool. And and then uh, and I said that uh, I said you know he's doing. Uh, she goes, oh, he's in New York. I said, yeah, he's doing an appearance. He's also doing a, a spot at um, at Dangerfield, and I said he does stand up. She goes, "Why well, don't pitch him?" I said, yeah, right. "He's got a very dry sense of humor." No, a lot of people can't imagine. Listen, I was I went to see a motivational speaker, you mm. know, what? and he was on stage, and he said, "You have to grab life, you know, and, and just take control of it. Yeah. You never know when you could be walking down the street and bam, yeah. get taken out by a bus." No I was inspired. I stood yeah. up. Yeah. I said, "Hey, man, you should be using the sidewalk." <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Come on now, Van Dam. So, <laughs> that's my humor. Yes, yeah, I, I dig it. I like it, and and that's why you got to go see Robert Dangerfields tomorrow night. So I mean, that's good stuff right there. Now, um, now I, I don't know WrestleCon. WrestleCon. No, that's at WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, yeah. man, April third in Dallas. Yeah. So you're gonna be now. You're gonna go to Hall of Fame. I know yeah, that I'm too. Yeah, right? Hall of Fame. I'll that's go cool. backstage, say hi to hug some divas. I hope. <laughs> no, that's cool. I mean, look, we, I've been. I want to see Godfather get inducted in the Hall. Of he's Fame. the man. That's he's great. I'm so happy for him. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's a good dude. He's my boy. I, yeah, you, know, you stay. Oh, Vegas. you stay in touch he lives with him. In Vegas, so oh, I, oh, cool. I see him a lot. 
if you talk to him, to give my regards, I hadn't seen him in years. One of my worst concussions I ever got in a ring was against him. Mm. And it wasn't his fault. <laughs> he, he hit me with a he close. He looks great. He's in shape. I heard. I heard. Oh yeah, yeah. And I heard he's in shape. Yeah. But I took this back. WrestleMania. You might have been there. You probably worked. It was WrestleMania at Houston Astrodome. And it was me and the APA against the right to censor. And uh, uh, he hit me with a clothesline. Um, yeah. I just took a next. I overbumped and hit it the happens. back of my head, bro. Mm-hmm. And oh man, bad one. It <laughs> happens. Yeah. yeah, I've had hundreds of concussions, yeah. and, I, and 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 now I've donated my brain and my spine to the study. So wow. I do these annual uh, tests. Part of it's um, computer, and then they do a phone test, and it's like uh, they test your memory and and, and all kinds of like mood patterns changes yeah. since the last one and. Uh, trying to move the uh, the knowledge forward with that. Yep. I have said for many years, many, many years, um, I used to tell Chris Nowinski that I thought there was a correlation between THC and the and um, the, the I didn't use the word but, and brains being uh, uh, protected from right. concussion damage because it had been a fact that uh, that the THC um, at that time w- would prevent the uh, the plaque buildup which causes Alzheimer's and mm. I knew that the concussion damage was a uh, very same the, the tau protein plaque on the right. brain same thing and I used to and Chris and I used to say dude I've had hundreds and hundreds yeah, of concussions sure. but I don't think that I have any permanent damage a lot of my peers do a lot of my friends say yeah. oh yeah I space out or I see lights or I this or that headaches I, I don't think so i question it all the time when yeah. i forget something like yeah. is that is that is that damage but the thing is uh but i chris said you know what you're probably onto something but it would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to even uh before you even start the study even really? just to get it listed you know but yeah. uh so anyway now nfl is all over it yeah the thc yeah. you know serves as a neurological yeah. protectant and the government while they still say it's completely non-medicinal schedule one controlled substance since 1970 they still say that but they have the pattern so that when we can develop a medicine to use THC as a neurological protectant, the government will be cashing in on that. Dude, why are you not living in Denver? Because I'm in California. No, but you know what I mean. Like, no, Oregon, I'm, Denver. That is the best answer, dude. We're way ahead of Denver. All right. All We're right. so far ahead of Denver. Don't get hot. And we have the ocean. In the, no, but that's, it's, it's so... <laughs> he was saying we have the ocean. It's the honest truth, though. I yeah, mean, you in got ni- the pot. They in, went 96, the pot. in 1996, they legalized cannabis uh, in California. All right. There's a system that you go through, okay. but uh, it's the most wide... The, the doctors there know the wide range of benefits that adults can uh, experience uh, um, advantageous from using so um, it's not as hard as other states where you have to be dying to get a doctor's recommendation right, I it I helps was, with a lot of I things was obviously no I get it but the answer is California is way better alright <laughs> <laughs> look at the captain smiling away over a little RVD's gonna get that Colorado heat <laughs> yeah. well I, I, I would like no I did go last year to their uh, 420 um, celebration their fest and it was huge it was so big so amazing and, and, and I do plan on going there again this year that's cool yeah. so how much of the business do you watch I mean, you get a time you're busy, you're always doing no, something. Dude, I you don't really watch much. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I hear. I some of the stuff's good. I mean, some of the get those dudes in NXT are pretty good, man. Ring of Honor's got a really good, you know, in ring product. TNA's yeah. got obviously always good guys, you know. So, but I hear. I, I, no, I say good for them, but I just really don't like some of them. Be like, dude, you got to watch this guy. It's really, I'm just, well, good for him. I'm right. Gonna, no, I hear. You know, I, I hear. I, yeah. This is what I do. So I talk about no, it. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I have I just, to watch yeah. it, but I enjoy it. But, you know, everybody's different. I mean, I know guys. Almost every uh, Monday night or sometimes Tuesday, I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I missed. Uh, 
I forgot. To I don't think Robert people realize, bro. Like when it's so part of your life for so many years, you know, it's, it's like watching people work. To yeah, me. exactly. It, really is. it is. That's exactly what it is. You know. So, like you said about as being going on stage as a comic. I don't like watching myself either. By the way, right? I had I watched mean, myself wrestle in years, and even like when I do my acting and stuff. You know, uh, I did. Uh, by the way, um, I did uh, uh, three motion pictures last year. Uh, one of them has been out on Sci-Fi. It's on DVD. It's a nice. Best, uh, yeah, that's Three Headed Shark. Three Headed Shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, okay. I love it. And then I did a kids movie, which hasn't come out yet, called Time Toys. There's a trailer and a music video right now. Uh, a lot of fun there. And then I did a, a movie with Steven Seagal, which comes out May 5th. And anyway, I watched that movie at the at the screening, and it, it, it was really good. But, yeah. I, but I don't like watching myself. Yeah, like, I hear you. I, I don't either. Unless I'm doing a promo in the mirror, then I, I mock out for myself. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I would watch myself all the time if I was you. Of course. Big, bad, mean Taz. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You kidding me? The meanest, toughest man in the world. People send me stuff of myself sometimes. Yeah. Like, hey, here's a copy of the DVD. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, I know. Thanks. It's cool. I, I do collect stuff though, yeah. so you know, I, so do I. I keep a lot. No. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I always thought like, actually, we're going heavy here, guys. So we're past the nine. We're going uh, heavy. The, the, we're going heavy. We're going. Oh yeah, I'm probably gonna get a, a nice email from CBS later, but I digress. Uh, yeah. So uh, edit the first half of the show out. <laughs> got two hours. Yeah, Mike's white. Uh, Rob's mic didn't work anyway. Thanks to the <laughs> right. captain. Thanks to the captain. Captain screwed that up that's the fact yeah yeah so i uh <laughs> morning radio <laughs> yeah, that's, love it. that's the gimmick yeah love it oh we, we we got your beat now let's introduce rob to you want to talk about morning radio flip flip Furnum. Furnum. he's uh take a look over at the captain look at that you want morning radio my friend there it is he's trying to say schnabitz bro schnabitz I, I, I understand a uh, uh a very low budget show <laughs> But uh, <laughs> you could probably get someone to kick in hundred bucks a show and uh, get you something nicer than the uh, flea market. So? The flea market. We found that. There. Uh, oh, it, it was free. It yeah. was left in here. It was left in here. Um, well, um, I don't oh, like it. Why? Like flip, flip, Furman. Bro. Okay. He's, he's Furman. No, he's a, he's no, a, hey, he's the captain's little friend. He's a little friend. He's a little friend. That's I don't all. like Santa either. You know, well, no, that's a, there's a story behind that. So the Santa's there's staying. There's a story there. behind everything. That's the gimmick. We gotta have a spot. See that? See, but that's it. You said before. That's a perfect segue for me about going on stage, like when you're going to be at Dangerfield tomorrow, and that creativity, that blank piece of paper, right, to to apply your creativity. And I understand. I get the, an opportunity to do that every day, right? Sure. So uh, same gimmick, same thing. You know, instead of just having a writer, <laughs> oh boy, having a writer. <laughs> that was an accident, actually. Having Did you a just sit on a kitten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having a writer say, hey, uh, yeah, cut this promo. Do these bullet points. You know, I, oh, I hate yeah, it. I know, I, I know. It. Every time they'd ever come up with, to me uh, with a uh, promo written down, I would be so insulted. I know. I'd just be like, oh, my God. Yeah. There, was, there was one time uh, with uh, uh, with the Seth Rollins thing. He was in the ring, and I came out. It was like one of the last things I did right. it, where, where Seth says something. Um, about uh, oh yeah, gee, I'd take your I'd take your threat seriously, RVD. If this was uh, uh, if this was uh, two thousand and nine or ah, something like that, geez. and then the line they had for me to say back was, 
ooh, burn. That's what they, that's what they had read for. I mean, wow. I was just like, these guys really think I'm retired. Yeah. I mean, no, no offense to. No, I, understand, no, I, understand, I, I use that word, you know. But yeah. Now that I'm on big show like Tash, I'm gotta be a little more politically. You just called my show low budget because I got a monkey with <laughs> it symbols. Is, but it's still big. People <laughs> understand. They still tune in, man, because they love you. And uh, anyway, but I changed it to you know. So I went out there and instead of saying you know ooh burn, then I was like oh right because that's when you know you were asking mommy to stay up late to watch wrestling because you to watch me because right. you wanted to be a wrestler and everyone loved that but anyway um, but they do give you the freedom and expect you to make it your own but I still ooh, when I get that ooh, original burn. guidelines yeah. I'm like oh Man, that's weak yeah it. that's like you, you put all this time into ooh burn yeah I mean I'm saying if you're always right, always yeah. no matter what whenever I read it I'm always like dude I will that's yeah I, I, it's frustrating yeah I hear it it'd be hard I think with an autobiography to have someone else write it and then and then and then know that if it's not the way that I talk I, I think it would drive me nuts and that's been a hold up for yeah for a long long yeah, time yeah it's frustrating again but, but, but that stuff that you're doing now you know and as we all mature more and get older we try different things right we yeah. go into different avenues have to yeah like you know I mean I've I, you know I used to do RVD radio I know yeah I know I yeah. RVD. for a long time I recorded every moment of my life it seemed like when uh, I did uh, this RVD TV thing for years and then I did the tweet secret thing for a while and it was just like a lot of people didn't see that stuff but I have like my whole a whole WWE run like like filmed like backstage traveling someday I'll do something with that but right now I don't care about any of that like I look at I'm, I look at my Instagram and I'm like oh my god I didn't take any pictures in Houston or Chicago or New York uh, I should try and I'll try and post a picture this week and I got 200,000 followers on there it's That's like cool. I should yeah. I should cater to them I got yeah, yeah, yeah. almost a million on Twitter but I, I use know. Twitter a lot. but I it's like anyway I but my anyway my passions and interests always seem to change after a while every, anything's fun for a while yeah but after a while it seems like uh, I, yeah at least for me there's always like something else to try or do yeah but that's part of yeah. being creative right and being an entertainer and 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 or an athlete or whatever i mean as you get older as we all get older the athleticism part can still be there a guy like you still training like if you're you rvd if you're rvd yeah. of course that, that goes without saying but like i'm just saying that you're obviously highly creative and successful and all your acting you've done and now into you know us uh, doing stand-up and stuff so i mean i look that's the beauty of it look at a guy like jr i mean jr still you know, he's out of the WWE for years, and he's still doing so much stuff. He keeps himself so busy. He's getting bookies for different things, and he, he's trying, he's going to call boxing now and stuff like that. you got to give the guy credit, I mean, you know, to, to really constantly keep grinding, and he's got a passion to perform. You know, and be creative. I think, and, yeah, and we all have our own separate drives. I think for me, part of what keeps me busy is just knowing that I have so much to keep me busy for so long that even even though, like, the procrastinator in me makes me not want to get to all this, I'm content, and that makes me busy. Just being content, knowing that at my pace, I have enough lined up to keep me alive for several years. That's cool. Very cool. That's good stuff. Well, I mean, people can uh, get to see you tomorrow right there in Queens at the big event. So when you come to the big, big event. Goldberg, Ric Flair. uh, uh, I saw there was a lot of names on there. A lot of people going to be. I I told you, I did the last one they did. It was huge. I mean, there was so much. Dude, there was so much talent there. I, I saw so many people I hadn't seen in years. Like it was, it was cool, you know. So you, yeah. you're you're making a run. You yeah, I, I mean, I like I said, I don't take a lot of bookings. I take them very yeah. selectively. I'm the same way. This one, um, yeah. I, I I took uh, for a few reasons. I wanted to come to New York and uh, and hang out. I didn't know it was going to be this cold. 
Oh, you got a cold I mean, one, today. dude. If you were here last week, it was nice out. Actually, oh my god, dude. I love, I love how um, people from New York think it's nice out when it's forty-two degrees. That's beautiful. I love that. Oh. <laughs> I. I, I stretched beautiful. yesterday morning before I got on my airplane. I was stretching out beside my pool in the sun, <laughs> getting a tan while I was going through the RVD stretch routine. Yeah. And uh, I've lost my tan instantly. I'm like glowing white. <laughs> as soon as you landed in LaGuardia, you yeah. just lost it. Yeah, yeah no. Totally. It's. Actually, for, to me, 40 degrees is nice weather. I know. I, I, I got to be honest. I, I mean, seriously, I, I got to be honest. I mean, uh, uh, next week it's supposed to be warmer here, but you'll be gone. You know what I noticed? What? This affects my spiritual vibration. <laughs> like, What's the, what here's the? how. Here's how. Oh. Just, no, no, just the fact that I, I'm so even keeled. Like, I really don't have extremes. Like, I don't get, like, I don't get angry often or, or, or super happy. I'm, I'm pretty, like... I like to say I'm boring. You can say I'm not. Anybody? Okay, I'm boring. No, you're not boring. But, um... But the thing is, like the extremities of like the weather change, like it's it's cold outside, and then it's like, and then it's so hot inside, and so you got you're all dressed up and bundled up, bam, 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 <laughs> no, and then you gotta, uh, and then you gotta take everything off because it's because the heaters are blasting inside, and you put it on, and, and coffee's burning my burning my <laughs> esophagus, and uh, but I, but know. that yeah, that is like um, uh, it, it, it's. It, it takes a certain perspective to realize this, but that can be stressful to the spirit, man. So you mean the ups and downs, the ebb and yes. flows? Yes, You exactly. like everything to be even keel. Ju- that's just my vibrational yeah. Yeah. frequency, personally. Yeah. I, understand. That's what, I, I understand. That's what keeps me going. I'm like this. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. I don't want to be, but I guess it's the, you know how I grew up and where I grew up and what I do, you know? Uh, really, it's like yeah. Just hey, when, when I hear myself talk, I sound so monotone that I'm like, how can anyone understand one word from the other? But it's it just I don't know. That's uh, that's the way that I, my, you know uh, I I could see that with you, but I think that's kind of your niche without even being your niche. That's who you are. I but guess. that's but you you look anybody Might who's successful, now. right? Anybody who's <laughs> successful, you got to be who you are. Yes. No matter no matter if if a couple people don't like that, frig them. It's about the masses and who you are. And the expression is, I would rather go down for who I am than up for who I am not. Amen. And I agree with that 1,000%. And that's, you got to be you, and, and that's it. And you are you. And I don't think you're monotone at all. I don't. I don't at all. I, I usually scream at people every morning, so on the air. So that's what I do. Yeah, if I ever scream at somebody, <laughs> I, I remember that forever. And, and I tried, and I beat myself up inside about losing my cool. Mm. And, and I think that I could adjust if I... You know, had a job, you know, where yeah. I, where I was, I don't know, in the military, but that just so the Steven Seagal movie that I did, we're on set and it's all military, like we're on the sniper set, you know, and we're yeah. we're shooting um, terrorists cool. and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But everyone but me was military there, and they're used to screaming at each other <laughs> and stuff, you know, Rob, finger off the trigger, and man, I got so like, I got so after a couple of days, I was like, you're not the director, shut up, you know, That's they'd great. be like, when he moves, keep Stay right on his heels, right on his heels, let's go. And I was just like, quit screaming at me. <laughs> it's a work I don't get worked up, and I don't get worked up, you know. And we're like, when I get worked up, it, it takes so long for me to, to, to come back down. That's pretty funny. I didn't, that I didn't know about you. That's pretty good. So I didn't you, get that worked up, you, but you, I got to where I was like, people are like, yeah, having fun. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I might be. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I want to punch a couple of these guys. You're but. doing something. Uh, you told me you're a, a, with Dreamer, coming back to New York. Oh, yeah. So, like, in April... Um, 
Uh, I'm doing a couple of uh, hardcore House of Hardcore. Did, did, he, of hardcore did he advertise you yet? Or did we, did uh, we yeah, just, no, he did. Well, I was just, did we you know, just I've been retweeting it. it. It's like there's a show in New York and then Philly. I think it's the I, actually yes, fifteenth yes. and sixteenth of April or fourteenth okay. and fifteenth. So and, and if and I'm leading in and then there's like a convention also that Saturday and okay. And I might be doing a signing on Sunday. And leading into it, I'm actually doing my first and only uh, comedy tour. Nice. And like I said, I usually don't do it outside of L.A. and Vegas because yeah. it's not worth it to try to book me to go and do It's not worth it for me financially to go. I understand. You know, I'm yeah. not going to sell out a 20,000 seat right. arena. So, but, uh, but the right offer came through. Uh, there is the right timing, and, and I'm doing four shows. It starts like in St. Louis, and then there's like a several-hour drive to... I think Valparaiso, Indiana, and then a several drive to somewhere else, and then it ends up like in uh, Pennsylvania, and then uh, so I'm going to do four shows. I'm nice. looking forward to it. it. Should be fun. It's uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, bars, a lot of alcohol involved. I know people don't associate <laughs> me with that, uh, but uh, you know, that's cool it, though. Uh, it I, lifts, I listen, it man. The spirits. I think I. I it I, makes I, it easy to forget, yet so hard to remember. That's the thing about alcohol. <laughs> I I appreciate that you do that. I really do. I so like that. that. Tour We'll go right into that right weekend. Into the weekend. So I'll be yeah. on the road for a while and stuff my pockets with some cash. That a boy. That's well, look, no, you always open door policy for you. You ever want to come on the show? No problem, bro. You know we're friends, and, and I love having you on here. And my audience was so excited that you're going to be on. So, oh yeah, we didn't get to take any fan. Uh, do you take fan call-ins or? Oh god, or? yeah, we get tons of calls. I mean, I, I, you know, what happened was I just think um. We got into a flow of a conversation that kind of just went away. But yeah, right I take phones every, every, yeah. calls every day. No, yeah, they just, all want to know anyway. When are you coming back? I know. I I, know. I, I hear, I'm like I've heard that. My, I'm like, dude, I'm 48. I got numbness in my hand and my foot. Yeah. I'm not coming back anywhere. <laughs> so I say that like I don't appreciate it, but it is really good to be needed. And I I expect that I that I will. Uh, come back i just i don't know when i don't have any plans of it and um you know there's, there's there has to be a reason for everything there has to be a reason yeah. and, and i'm pretty sure the reason isn't going to be because i miss it because i don't right. i don't miss it and it's going to have to be you know uh, the reason that i do it now is the business you know yeah. if, if the business is right then i'll be back otherwise i guess i'd have to really want to promote something or yeah. who you know, knows uh, before we wrap up like you said that earlier you just said it again it triggered me to think like you know you're saying you don't sophomore-chism. miss it sophomoreism you don't miss it i don't i don't miss it either and you know sometimes I'm, I'm i assume you've had this where fans sometimes will, will get mad at you not in a mean way like how could you not miss it oh, they, yeah. they think like you're disrespectful oh, yeah. they don't understand but I was like, that fan as well I oh, remember, really? yeah. yeah I remember when I was a kid and uh, WWF was coming to the Battle Creek Kellogg Center and there was an article in the newspaper and they had interviewed uh, Jake the Snake and he was talking about that he didn't love the business his back was all hurt and this and that and, uh, that, and, and, and that he did it uh, for the money and I was just like oh Man, I lost so much respect yeah. for Jake. So I get that because as a fan, <laughs> yeah, 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 you don't yeah. want to know the real life of it. Right, you, you right. know, everyone's just a character, and go. I'm just a character for right. almost everybody in the world that thinks they really know me. I know. So yeah, yeah, I get it. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I it, it's. It. I, you know. And by the way, I do still wrestle. Just, I had like ten matches last year. Yeah, all business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good business. So I yeah. wouldn't be there, of course. And I got like a couple of matches. Well, oh yeah, the heart, this House of Hardcore, House of Hardcore then, stuff. And yeah. then in June, I'm going to go to uh, Europe. 
Europe for a PCW, and uh, I wrestled there last year. Nice. And so they already know the deal, and they want me back. So here I go. I guess I'm putting the boots on. That's how it goes now. <laughs> Put the kick pads on, Rob. But what, hey, like I said, like I said at the beginning of the show, when I'm in, I'm all in, though. You're all in. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, you're here. Yeah, and I appreciate Same thing you in the ring. You know what so I mean? I, know that. I, I do don't know. have another speed. I don't want right. to get in the ring I know. and like say, oh, you know what? I'm yeah. not on TV or I'm or I'm feeling And you're dogging old, it, you're half I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, no, no. At that point, you you do need to be that character. Yeah, I agree. I agree because that's what people expect. You are that and character. And that's who you are. Yeah. And, and that's who, who that's your legacy. So if you're going to get in the ring, you or anybody else, you know, you got to try, you got to be at that level. Otherwise, don't get in the ring. You know, I, it's, to your point, all in, and any, I, and anybody in the entertainment business probably absolutely you know, any facet, yeah. And and uh, listen, dude, I, I appreciate you coming in and, and and getting up early and, and zipping in here and stuff like that. Zippity doo dah, and and it was a lot of fun just catching up with your man in person. So uh, I got up earlier today than I went to bed yesterday, but that's cool. What? <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> and welcome to the Taz Show. Yeah, I know we do it early. You know the the thing is like we I do love it mornings. We do it I love early morning shows. It's like yeah, we kind of and then what the cool thing. With this, I love breakfast. I love breakfast. breakfast excites me. I'm a big breakfast. Maybe because Battle Creek, Michigan, is the cereal city capital of the world. Yes, you might not know that. I didn't know that. No, once a year, it's a huge deal. Downtown Battle Creek, they have the world's longest breakfast table. All the businesses contribute, and they they join all these tables together wow. outside because it's there's no actually there's snow there, but not in the summer. And they uh, they put everyone you know like different businesses uh, contribute different food, pancakes from this guy's place and this and that, and maybe. That's that's why I don't know, but I love breakfast. Yeah. I, I ate it for dinner last night. I can't wait to eat it immediately after this show. You, there's there's a plethora of uh, establishments near this building to get breakfast. So uh, you, might, you might not get a chance to sit down in one of them, but they're here. So no, I'm joking. Uh, look, I appreciate you coming in, brother. Always and uh, continued success. And and people can see Rob tomorrow at the big event in Queens. Um, and uh, also at WrestleCon, I have no idea where you get tickets. Uh, you look, they can that's find out. WrestleMania, yeah, Dallas, yeah, that's uh, yeah for, uh, that, for, Wrestle, the for WrestleCon. That's the one. Legends in Dallas. of the Ring, something. Is maybe? that who it I is? Don't I don't no, know. well, it's in Dallas. Yeah, so like every year at Wrestle outside of WrestleMania, there's always a huge uh, convention for basically everyone that's not committed or signed under contract to be yeah. at WrestleMania course, is yeah. at these. You know, the first one I went to had War Ultimate Warrior and. Uh, um, you know Hulk Hogan sure, and yeah, Ric Flair yeah. is like holy crap this is like big, top yeah, big stuff. and already yeah. this one is already you know selling I'm sure so many tickets but it's fun that's good I'm man. gonna have Bobby Duncan Jr.'s uh, daughter with me oh wow that's cool are you gonna be there no I'm not I'm gonna be in New York I'm doing a three hour special the okay. Wrestlemania weekend she for wants CBS to, yeah. she wants to meet some of her oh, really? dad's friends oh, that, I would, I would love to meet her that. that's cool beautiful that's uh, 18, great. 19 year old yeah there. man that's cool Bobby was a great great guy Yeah, I know you guys are real close friends I know that I remember back in the day but um, How many people we've talked about with our stories today that are already gone? Ah, so, you know we I haven't mean? even scratched so the surface. I just, hey, just mentioned Warrior just now, but yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, there, yeah. It's, hey, but you know what? We're still going, brother. Yeah, baby, that's it, man. Uh, look, uh, when you see Sabu, tell him I said hello. You're going to see him this weekend. He's going to be at the gimmick, I believe. Yes, yes, that's right. And inform him. A he big event, Sabu. Let, let him event. know that I am not. I am not African American. I know he still thinks that. Okay. And I'm not. Please tell him that and tell him I love him and I miss him. I actually saw Sabu at the other big event 
You weren't there. I was there. I know Rob was there. Uh, Rob was there. Sabu was there. And <laughs> same him and thing. I, same thing. Him and I took a picture together. Did the gimmick, right? So uh, it was good to see uh, yeah. Sabu. So it was <laughs> Yo, cool. I will said it again because <laughs> of you guys. Because I'm still mad <laughs> at you guys. Both you guys. You guys attacked me at Barely Legal. So uh, I remember that. And you know, I lived the gimmick. But um, <laughs> you know what? Um, what? You, you were talking about like everyone's all excited and stuff. You know? Uh, you no, know, you were just saying you know that me coming in. Oh yeah, these it. guys are marking out. I, I mean, I know you made it up, but I didn't make it up. They were marking. Daniel Bryan mentioned how much he loved your ring gear, dude. Why? You know, no, I'm just joking. I was just saying. <laughs> yeah, I, that yeah. was just what I was the point I was going to make. You know, like downstairs, like uh, the security girl, she was just looking at me with a straight face, a stone cold look. Like I didn't know if it was a funny look or not. And then when I just said, uh, "How you doing?" She went, "Oh my god!" And she started screaming and dancing around. <laughs> so, um, but um, as long as I, like, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard like uh, the wrestlers say this. Uh, it's wrestlers, but it's also a lot of people that have their careers on camera. They're so afraid to be off camera, and they 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 go by these formulas where they think uh, they think well, you know, you, uh, out of sight, out of mind, and you can only be off of a TV, you know, for like a, a three month window period, and then people are going to forget about you. I've always heard these things, and yeah. for me, one of the reasons that I don't miss wrestling um, is the fact that I'm recognized all day, every day, and that's always been the case you know like when yeah. i when i left uh, wwe before and i was off for several years uh, from them it is it, it's every day it's every city i can just walk into a that's place cool. where there's a lot of people and 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 get a lot of love and, and i know it's probably less than one percent of the even wrestlers that are on tv probably they get that and i'm grateful for it yeah. but uh people that don't hang out with me or, or, or walk around with me whatever they would never understand that yeah. they think yeah but don't you need to I mean the exposure can't hurt you man to get back on TV people are gonna forget not a problem for yeah. me yeah that's cool that's cool the being network old. probably helps too by the way I mean they're oh, educating that's yeah they are right? old, uh, educating, even back yeah. in ECW days yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you know I mean yeah. uh, you've had success everywhere I mean TNA you had great success there too right? and I remember calling a lot of matches there and then it's been a good uh, career yeah you've had a lot of success everywhere I mean and, and because my last run with WWE uh, successful perspectively yeah I, I agree you know I got what I came there for but not for you know but the, your pops you always got great pop, even as yeah. a, the le- you know, that's what I've always and, enjoyed that real course, moment and that's that the, real moment going yeah. through I go through the uh, when I go through I look I look around to see the reaction right yeah, away face, face. Uh, I get yeah. that energy I and I, I see all the signs oh yeah. my god look you can't at all explain these that dude dude, yeah. dude holy <laughs> crap everyone's got an RVD sign yeah. tonight yeah. and people always want to know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, usually that's what I'm saying what I'm usually saying? thinking yeah. oh my god look at this yeah oh whoa did you see that hot chick over there did you guys see her what's up man and yeah, yeah. I keep myself talking all the way to the ring people always yeah. want to know what I'm saying but I guess that's I'm it. just you're saying talking to yourself about what you're seeing yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the reaction that seeing people's faces you know you always had anywhere I've seen I like the RVD shirts and I think money 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 sometimes <laughs> they don't even bring my shirts to the arena and that's that's part of the part of the issue that I've had Wrestlemania 20 in Detroit Michigan not an RVD shirt in the building because uh, well they had to have four DX shirts even though they're not even on the card and four Steve Austin so whatever it's, it, it's and always from, been and you're case. from Michigan even when I did you, my big return you know I went yeah. to uh, Africa with them why are there no Rob Van Dam shirts don't you understand that that, yeah. that what you're doing is like yeah. preventing me from uh, making you're, you're, you're I'm yeah. making less money because you didn't bring the shirts right oh I'm sorry uh, we, we don't focus on you we're looking at these younger guys that are going to be around for 10 years. You're just here for now. Wow. 
They don't say that, but yeah, but that's the mindset. That's that's the the, the, the impression, the, the vibe. That, that yeah, I if get. they're not bringing your merch, that, that's what they're telling. Always you. been an issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I gave you a free Taz shirt. If but you want, overall, I got you know, a Taz shirt, bro. I'll give you that right there. You're right. Thank you. I didn't have that problem here. <laughs> I don't have an RVD shirt, but you got the whole effing shirt right there, brother. I mean, it's orange. If you want to direct traffic, you got that. And I, I didn't know we were exchanging gifts, bro. Well, I, <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, next time I, I need, I need an RVD something for the set. I don't know what that is. I understand. <laughs> Dude, I got to end the show. Maybe, right, so. maybe a, a custom glass piece, uh, smokable apparatus. No, probably not. No. No. Okay, so, um, <laughs> dude, all right, look, uh, it's, like I said, it's been great seeing you. Oh, and also, well, me too. Awesome I'm actually surprised. Up. I thought my agent told me I was doing the Howard Stern show. No, you don't want to do that. What do you want to do the Howard Stern <laughs> show for? That's no fun. I know. He That's no like fun. Wrestlers. He don't like wrestlers. He wants to uh, fart and throw baloney at you. Like, <laughs> hey, look, there's nothing wrong with that either, but no, I hear you. No, look, man, uh, everybody can go see the Van Dam tomorrow, man, at the big event, or... Right here in New York City at Dangerfield, so should probably get a pretty packed house here at Dangerfield, I would think. That's Two shows, like one's at one time and one's later. That's good. <laughs> one's maybe, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one's at ten thirty and one's at uh, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the earlier, whatever. Whatever. It is. Well, they'll find you, dude. Be there. You got you got a zillion point nine thousand million followers on the Twitter. You're, follow Rob at the uh, at the, the real, real RVD. All my social media is the real RVD. The real That's RVD. My, That's smart. Yeah, that's called branding, Captain. That's called branding. That's what you that just is. gotta get it before someone else does. Yes, well, that's true. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. he's trying to sell it to you. <laughs> yeah, that's why we have a Twitter account. If you want to follow Flip Flip Furnum, I know you're a big fan <laughs> of the monkey. He actually has his own Twitter. Maybe account. I gotta get to know him. You got he's a you little got, creepy. He is creepy. <laughs> yeah. All right, look, he's definitely creepy. Enough with the Did soft cover everything. What? Did we cover everything? I think we covered everything. You know, bro. on the podcast, like uh, you had said, like we were going to talk about, um, like my, like about fitness and and, and yeah. trying to keep it to the no. Was it martial arts? Whatever it was, like know. we got into like so much stuff afterwards. I was like, you know, did we? You know, but it was good anyway. It just you know, evolved obviously. into all different things. It has to evolution. It does. Yeah, look, we're sitting here talking progress. Rob has nothing written down. I have nothing written down. We're just talking, right? So that's I think what people dig that. Just two guys catching up and and fans of yours, you know. Now, this helps me because then a a lot of your audience or your fans maybe weren't familiar with my show. So I want to thank you for coming on because maybe that helps grow my show too. Not an agenda on my uh, end, but... Maybe some of my fans have wanted to hear from me. Since I haven't really, uh, you haven't, been out there. you don't do, and that's why I appreciate you uh, jumping on here, bro. Especially last last second, that's a true friend, and I appreciate that. And I, you know, you and I have always been good friends. I don't think people realize that. I mean, Sabu's your best friend. I can't beat Sabu's. Maybe friendship. not always. Maybe not always. Always what? But maybe we weren't. No, you and I were not always friends, best friends. No. no, but you know what? Though, like, I, like, I, like you, you. Everybody that like is still around, like back in the day, like I like I have more of a level of uh, respect for, and just common, common, uh, like like hey bro, we're still kicking, you know, and it's like, um, like I I've said this before, but in the ECW days, 
I didn't like anybody, you know, yeah. except for Sabu. You know, yeah. that was like I was very like, this is our click here. And, and then like Sabu, he was, I was his, I was, I, um, what's the right way to put it? I wasn't his young boy, but he was my mentor, and I still in '96 did anything that he said. So when we got there, and he said, "Oh, these these guys are the we can't we can't swear on here, right? No, please. No. But these guys are the uh, the the rhymes with um, Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are the Schlitz. These guys are the. <laughs> I say the S. Yeah, yeah. these guys and, uh, are the S. They'll get it. Yeah. And anyway, whatever he said was was fine with me. So right. I was like, oh, okay, okay. And he'd be, oh, these guys think they're real good, but all they do is this, that, because ah, oh, you know, and and everyone, everyone, you know, uh, thinks you know, like we're, anyway. I was still like in that bubble for like the longest time, yeah. and now, now, like even like those guys, you know, whether it's uh, Bubba or whether it's New Jack or whether it's uh, uh, you know anyone from that time. Of course, Dreamer, everyone knows Dreamer. But anyway, when I see them now, it's for me, and it's more of like a uh, like I respect the fact that that uh, that we came that you know it feels more family now than it did then. Like we came from, yeah. we all came from that, and 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 we're still going and and you know good good for you and i wish yeah. everybody the best it's yeah i agree and no we you and i were not always buddies i didn't think we were enemies but we we were competitors to each other and then you know uh but i think over time you know i mean i know f- I, I for me i built a different respect for you wrestling you more and more and as i matured and stuff like that and all the guys sabu everybody i mean you know so i you said know, like it before some of the moves we did like i still like i don't think i no, I, I was thinking of like I used to do like this round kick, and then you would like you would scoop under my leg and catch me yeah. in like a bear hug with my leg yeah, in the bear hug yeah. and gave me that suplex. I was gonna say I don't <laughs> think I've done that with anyone else, but I guess I have a couple times with Kurt Angle. Yeah, but, but that's it. Kurt Staldy hacked me. Hack alert! What this is? Hack alert! Morning radio. Hack alert! See so. <laughs> Kurt Angle hacked me. If anyone's gonna gonna hack, it should be a gold medalist. We did I'm something. Joking. Where, I'm joking around. We did something where I jump up, do a split, and land on the top rope, facing in the ring. Yeah. And uh, you would grab me and suplex me off that or yeah. something. I yeah. never did that with anyone else. Dude, it still. was the one throw. I only did this throw to two guys, two suplexes that could take it and do it right. It was a rear. Double uh, rear salto suplex. You and oh. Mikey Whipwreck. Where I would trap both your arms. You do a leapfrog. I go under. You'd land. Oh, yeah. I'd hook your arms over from behind and suplex because it's a dangerous throw. It's you don't. Scary it's move a to scary take. move. Yeah. And I, you know, yeah. I would always say, Rob, you're cool. Yeah, we're cool, dude. And I knew, and I would always worry. And I had, I had so much to prove back then. You know that I was always like, dude, drop me right on the back of my head. You're uh, not gonna hurt me. And, and, just, and what would I say, I honestly? Know. Did I say no problem? No, honest. What no. I wasn't no, like that. No, everyone would be like, uh, are you sure? But then you'd yeah. see me stretching, and you'd see that I'm Flexible on the back of my head. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. my knees on the ground yeah. rolled up. And, I was always uh, worried. Yeah. I, I got to be honest with you. Like, you were the last guy working wood and worried about injury. I never. I, I don't mean this in a bad way. I want to explain it. I never worried about hurting you with a suplex because I knew how battle-tested you were. Yeah. I knew how flexible you were. I knew how tough you were. And, and you always seemed comfortable with it. So... Some of the guys that were not as thickly built or, or strong, or f- I would worry, and they were like, yeah. they were just trying to be tough. Sure, yeah. I could take it, you know, and and for whatever would, for whatever reason that that's always been like important to me, like as a yeah. as a little boy or whatever. I've always, you know, after a certain age, um, when I when when being tough became like a priority for me, like it's always. Uh, 
Like it's always been like a drive. So like it's a within, pride. Within, it's a pride. It, it yeah. is. Yeah. You know, like whether it was like fighting with other kids and hearing my mom say, "Wow, he's not scared of anybody." Right, he went right, right up right. to those four boys, and yeah. like I remember hearing something like that that triggered it, and like yeah. even like through the business, like I love you know leaving that legacy behind. Yeah. For whatever. Absolutely. With, probably like a macho ego vein kind of thing whatever but but it's something you know that that i've always worked for and we talked about I would it. hate for somebody to think hey sometimes fans will come up and say oh yeah you were supposed to be uh in my town one time with the show but you were it was one of those injuries and you were like what do you mean one of those injuries <laughs> like i'm always hurt what are you talking yeah, about yeah what do you mean yeah, I'm not you know weak i yet. never <laughs> it was probably written man those guys with the pencils can hurt you more than anybody <laughs> Ooh, i hate them well i've always, what's up cap we're unfortunately gonna have to wrap it up Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, boy. We're getting there. We're getting the boot. We're getting there. We're getting the boot. Well, look, it's uh, been great boot having you I. on, and you've always been uh, a, a gentleman, and you are, uh, I've always said the toughest, probably the physically toughest guy I've ever wrestled physically, and I meant that, and always a pro. And look, I've always joked, we joked around, you killed the legend of Taz, which is great. I'm glad you did that. You know, <laughs> no, that helped me. You, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. You. No, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. You killed the legend, yeah. So the legend, no, not the legend. I meant like I the legendary. Glad, so be, no, no, I, I meant you. like the gimmick, you know, like oh, Taz kills everyone. Seems like a life, it seems like a, like we were different people it was so long ago. I know, it's crazy. Different I laughed. Lifetime. Some people still want to talk about it. Jeez. Yeah, it, I mean, do we have time to? Yeah, don't worry. What are they gonna do? Find me? Okay, yeah. For for <laughs> me, like for me, like that, like like that shouldn't be. Like I mentioned to you uh, recently, like something that happened in the dressing room uh, that happened at uh, NWA Legends Fest yes, uh, last year, and yeah. nobody's talking about that, right? Yeah. But but anyway, what 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 bothers me is that like uh, first off, it's such a physical, and it used to be like we said, way more yeah. physical than it is now. But it's still such a. It used to bother me that we're like these. Warriors that fight in the ring, but people want to hug us for fun. We're so huggable. I'm like, hey, what? We're, somehow it's weird how that's blurred. And, and in the fans' minds, if they hear about something happening, then they then they're able to create this crazy opinion around yeah. it. I remember when uh, Sid uh, Vicious backed down from um, Brian Pillman. Pillman, yeah, yeah, in a WCW. But we, st why do we remember that? It's so stupid that yeah. all, all it was an almost altercation. It never even happened. And just the fact that Sid uh, walked away from it, um, everyone then everyone's talking about, oh, uh, he can, he can't fight his way out of a yeah. paper bag. And I mean, it's so based on I nothing. Know. That's me. I'm Sid. It's delusional. <laughs> I mean, it's delusional. <laughs> I, I though. know. I know. We've talked a million times off air, yeah. off you know, for years, and you know that was just a crazy time. And and uh, you it know, makes people feel better about themselves. Yeah, being I guess. able to think of yeah. you know like. Uh, Someone bring, being able to bring somebody down to their level at always, always. Yeah. Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, I needed people to be. That. I needed to. I said this before, and then we're going to wrap it up. I. I need people talking about it though. You know what I mean? I like know, no, could, brother. They I can know. Look at a star. I know. They, I know. They, they think you know is yeah. involved in anything that makes them human. Yeah. It makes yep. them feel better. Yeah. No, a lot of people that were there at that moment and and uh, and and still think they know what the deal was, and because you know you you know uh, we. we you take a swipe at me and catch me, slap me. I uh, I don't get up and suplex you a hundred times, or get up and throw a hundred punches at you. Then Taz is the p word. So that's and that's okay because that was a long time ago. Point I'm making. Yeah, that's the point you're making. And you know what, dude? It's all good, brother. You know. What and I mean? I've said many, many times that uh, that I think you made the right call. I thought that we were, I thought that we were, um, that we were both hung. With a with a cable over the ocean, and there was no way out yeah. except for just to eat each other up. And yeah. <laughs> sure enough, man, you found a way out of it where there was 
minimal damage done. The, the yeah. damage is just people still talking about and it. And then the funny thing is that night, right after that, we go out. This Then we're going to end it. We go out and you, you, we had to do a spot together where I, you had to do a big dive or something onto me. I can't remember what it was. And people thought, oh, Taz is not going to take care of him. Taz is not going to catch him. You kidding me, dude? I'm no Lance Storm, right? <laughs> I love Lance, but I hear you. Lance is great. No, but no, I caught you. Why? why I'm not professional. The Lance hell probably caught me once, kind of. Like, I hit his shoulder once. <laughs> Lance is a good dude. <laughs> All right, look, Rob, look, we got to wrap. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. Really, right seriously, on, man. man. Thanks for having me. And, uh, and we'll talk soon, all right? All right, guys, listen, I appreciate everybody. Uh, check out the Taz Show this edition. We'll be back at you Monday. I want to thank our special in-studio guest, Rob Van Dam, uh, the man for sure. Thank you, everybody, and enjoy yourself. Peace. Have a uh, Have a beautiful uh, Have a beautiful weekend. Do your thing. Stay safe for the captain. Stay warm. Stay warm for the captain, for Mr. Monday Mike. For that Mike. weird monkey. The whole effing show. That's the Flip Flip Furnum. For everybody. Well, I love everybody in this world. I'm Taz. You're not. See you later. Peace and love. <laughs> of my space and screen names back then when i was only worried about my top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest i don't even have a top 10 me against the world i've been doing what i really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when i'm back at home it never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up i want to go back to days with no grades we ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So go and pour another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you go Since I was shooting hoops, no issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, no, I go for my dreams. I've been on tours and screens.